Hello. And welcome to Waiting for Game, podcast presented to you by Melee Stats. And uh, boy, am I excited for this episode. We have a, a wonderful little episode we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the biggest tournament, probably just purely by strength of entrance. Biggest tournament of the year. I am willing to say it. We were talking about Main Stage 2021. And in order to talk about this episode, I feel like we had to have a guest who, uh, you know, talk about strongest tournaments. I, I think possibly in contention for one of the strongest people, uh, pound for pound, in the Smash community. We've got uh, Chroma. Chroma, what's going on? Hey, hey. I'm excited, and I feel that I, I need to open up by saying that I am not the strongest person, pound for pound. Um, yeah, we had a patron. Yeah, there's a... We had a patron who weighed less than me that could bench upwards of 315, so I definitely yeah, well, can't claim it. But well, I will, um, you know, I will say that, that I'm in the gym. I'm lifting heavy. No, these guys are all jokes. I, I don't remember the copy <laughs> pasta. I just, you know, there's just too many that show up every day. It's impossible to remember all the copy pastas. We're getting inundated with all the copy pastas. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I don't know. I just hope it ends in a good place, you know? feel like it never will. But yeah, like, uh, we're just constantly along for the ride. I just feel like we've learned so much as a community. And one of those things that we've learned is maybe we don't let the Ganons ditto in a big money match. Yeah, I don't know. It, that feels impossible to stop. It's like it's like two magnetic poles just bringing themselves together. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking about magnetic poles here. Let's talk about uh, one of those poles that we have on the Earth, the North Pole. And the uh, scenes closest to the North Pole, of course, Sweden. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where they keep the North Pole, you know. That's where they keep it. That's where it but... is. They won't, they won't tell you this. But it's actually in Canada. <laughs> the secrets they won't tell you in you school. You ever just follow your compass and you just, like, keep walking until it stops? can't say i ever have yeah because you'll go to canada that's all i'm saying <laughs> canada not the worst place I, I would imagine but uh i think we're talking about something that i might might be a little better obviously we're talking about uh good old sweden oh yeah sweden this past week you know i, I was gonna say put themselves on the map in terms of smash uh there's no real putting themselves on the map right i would <laughs> when, say so i mean you know i can't name any good swedish players lately it's impossible to name one, let alone two, great Swedish players. Well, I mean, you know, this is the thing about the top 100, you know, all these players in their old era. I'm just saying, like, if you put Armada on the setup with Bone Zero and Wally, he's sweating to take two stocks. Yeah, dude. He's not doing it. The meta just... has advanced too quickly, too fast. You just said put Armada on the setup with Falco Armada and 2025 Armada. That's so. What I'm so yeah, of course. What do you expect? <laughs> All I'm saying is Polish has done things we can't imagine. Polish has accomplished things that uh, were thought unthinkable. Thought, <laughs> there was the idea that code in the game would not allow Peach to beat Jigglypuff in a set. Like if you put Armada, Prime Armada in that bracket, does he do as well as Polish did? Okay, I mean, the real answer <laughs> right. is that he, he doesn't make it there because he's not from the East Coast. But... Exactly, he can't qualify for that. He can't even qualify for that tournament. That's what I'm saying I can't even here. qualify. He can't even get in. He thinks but, he's in the conversation. So, uh, yeah, so I'm hearing Sweden finally has a good player, which is exciting. Sweden finally has a good player. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a while. I know they've got some good Guilty Gear players there. Mm -hmm. 
They've got some good Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Fighters players. They've got a good ultimate player, you know. This one guy was really good at running Break the Targets or Target Test in Super Smash Brothers Melee, if you look up Armada. Yeah. Oh, those are that good? Um, yeah. Super Mario 64 player, right. too. Exactly. Yeah, but in terms too. of Melee, it's kind of a dead zone other than... Yeah, other than Pipsqueak. Pipsqueak. So this week we saw the same finale, which is the the circuit of uh, European TOs put together this year for online events. We got to see uh, God, what did it be? I believe it was like ten, nine or ten events, and uh, the top sixteen people in points got to play in the finals. And uh, one of the cooler things that we've seen this year, in terms of like an overarching story, you know, I feel like. Uh, the fact that they got TOs from so many different regions and countries is uh, something that, as an American, I think would probably be impossible. So uh, <laughs> just once again, some European engineering kind of showing us up. But uh, I do feel yeah, like they're well, in the future. Like they're they, a little ahead of us. They are in a future that we cannot understand. I'm not going to say any more about like how we run circuits because it will get too contentious. Instead of yeah, it would be too contentious <laughs> to talk about circuits. Instead, let's talk about socialized healthcare for something that is yeah. like an easygoing topic. Right. I mean, you know, I'd say so. Shoutouts to you for all of your Smash World Tour work, by the way. Oh, I appreciate it. Did yeah, you get I to mean, talk about this yet? Did you talk about what the players said? The feedback at all? Uh, no. And you know, I mean, uh, the feedback can... of. <laughs> What feedback? I'm worried. Like, like you're just the chillest guy ever, which is either like you're the chillest okay. TO ever, which is either good or really bad, I think. And I think it's good in this case. Yeah, I didn't know how to take that, but uh, I... the, the event ran on time, so I took that as a good thing. That's a very good thing. Uh, but anyway, not to get too distracted here. Uh, same. Same. Yes. Same. Yeah. Something that uh, you know, I I am not sure if those TOs are the chillest out there, but that is actually a compliment. That is something that. Yeah. You know, we talked about being a chill TO that might not be a compliment. Um, when I say they're not the chill TOs, that's probably the biggest compliment that I can give them because the, the stuff that they put on throughout the entire, you know, 2021 year, uh, pretty amazing. And, and the fact that it all culminated in this, uh, yeah. Did you get a chance to watch anything? Honestly, no. This was one of the events that I didn't get to watch. I watch a lot of Pipsqueak play, and I end up keeping track of it. I've seen so many wild clips, like... Like, Yaraiden either punishing Ice or Mint, I think it was. Just like this, he's so good every time you hit someone. But I think the thing that confused me the most at the bracket was, I saw Pip lose to Solo Battle. Solo Battle, very good. Um, True. You know, so I thought, okay, wow, Solo Battle is really making a run. And I think the thing that surprised me most was just, like, Pip's weak 3-0 Triff. And I watched some of the matches, and the things that Pip hit Triff with were just wild. And we have a little bit of insight on that, don't we? Uh, I mean, yeah, so so Pip is uh, Melee Stats affiliated. He's a friend of the podcast. Very. I think he's a patron at this point. He's a patron. I don't know uh, I don't know if you can be more friendly to the podcast and literally giving us money. Which is funny because I think, I remember when we started, there was some contention between Melee Stats and Europe. I don't know if you remember this week. Uh, yeah, this was, <laughs> I don't remember why exactly it started. I'm, I'm willing to bet that it was because of Ambi though. Yeah, um, I, I think Ambi said something that was pretty innocuous, honestly. Um, and it was some sort I, of shot at or about Europe, and they all came in just talking the good shit. Well, one of the great things was when we used to do the podcast, um, 
we just talked about like the most asinine matchups that were going to happen. So yeah. we would like bring up like some person who's like eighth on their PR <laughs> and then another person who's like eighth on their PR. And then we're like, dude, this person could really beat this person. I think it'll be close, but I think this person's going to be. And then each region is like, how dare they say that the best player in my region is going to get whopped by this guy who I've never even heard of. So, it's great. Uh, you can really start some blood feuds that way. So no, Pip, Pip came in and there was some heat. And then honestly, we just all made really good friends. I don't really know what it was. I don't know. I guess the, the charm of melee stats was too elusive. Yeah. Or not elusive enough, not I guess. Elusive. Yeah, right. It was just, you know. It's almost the exact opposite of that word. Yeah. <laughs> we were just overwhelming with charisma. I'm sure that's what would happen. Yeah, but no, Pip was Pip's had some trouble with Triff out of pretty much everyone in mm -hmm. Europe who is active right now or, you know, like various debuffed Leffen, you know, not practicing Leffen, hurt Leffen, you know, semi-controller Leffen, that sort of thing, right? Rusty Leffen, halfway Rusty, rusty Leffen. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to I don't want to shit talk him for not being in this event because I think the reason he wasn't in the event was very good and it sets a great it sets a great um, precedent which is that he didn't want to take a spot away from anybody else by winning or in mm -hmm. any way influence what happens you know and I think it's, it worked out very well this way yeah it's really cool um, you know for all that he shit talks Europe um, I don't know if this is insulting for him to do this but it is definitely very cool to you know give a give another spot to someone who is uh on the come up someone you know when it comes to stuff like europe especially um and just like people in the netplay age i think there's a lot of players who people just don't know and one of the better ways to get your name out there is to be in an event like this you know if you're one of 16 people invited mm -hmm. uh i don't know if a lot of people go into this knowing every single person and then you come out of it you get to watch some sets and then suddenly that's a good way to put yourself on the map as an up-and-coming player. Exactly. And to be fair, Leffen did enter pretty recently, and he had some trouble in pools. He managed to also dodge Pip in the bracket after Pip lost to Ice, mm -hmm. which, you know, maybe maybe helped a little bit because Leffen rolled over everyone. It wasn't close, I don't think. Not in bracket, no. 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 But, so. but yeah, I mean, you mentioned that. You mentioned Triff's uh, recent set with Pip. Mm -hmm. That one, they had, a, they had a really close set at the yeah. Smash World Tour Europe, and... Uh, this one we kind of saw it's it's one of those things like i will see if i see a player i don't think pip is on the come up i think pip is pip's there now pip's there yeah but sometimes i'll see a player is up on the come up and they will take someone really close mm -hmm. like it'll it'll be like last hit and if they do that a few times then it's suddenly like okay you know i, I think that uh, i think this is a player to watch out for because those players who take it last hit a few times look back on that and suddenly next time they play it it's not last set anymore and and i think we have like no greater example than from going from their smash world tour set to this set right here yeah um yeah really you know it's a 3-0 i i think that it was still respectable i'm not saying he's like demolished him or anything but dude, the ability of 3-0 triff i'm not sure if there's anyone not named leffen in europe who i would have said can do that I think it's also absurd because Pip said that Prof just gave him some tips in the matchup, and it didn't seem like a very long series of tips that were given. Like, hey, man, maybe full hop sometimes. And just, <laughs> you know, night and day. And, you know, the punish game was there. The neutral was there. 3-0. I mean, the entire run's nuts. I mean, you know, 3-0-ing Frenzy, winning the run back with Solo Battle, who was doing well. He was doing really, really well. I watched the Frenzy yeah. set. I thought Frenzy was going to win. 
That's kind of how it's like, just feels that way going into any European tournament now, right? Whether Frenzy's going to win. <laughs> it's like, is Frenzy yeah. going to win this thing? I don't think so, but he could. He could, uh, yeah. But yeah, but, uh, I mean, the, this current crop of, of European players that we're seeing, mm -hmm. not only are they super good, um, I mean, we got a lot of mainstays here, obviously. We've got Triff, we've got Prof, people who've been ranked uh, top 50 in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the other players here, I'm not sure if this event happened in late 2019, early 2020, something along those lines, something pre-Slippy, mm -hmm. would people be saying Pipsqueak is guaranteed to, to make it you no. know, this far? I don't think um, so. Like Raul. Raul's a big one that we didn't even mention yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the... Yeah, Raul beats Lavingi. Lavingi. I never know exactly how to say it. I think it's Lavingi, but I've heard people with so much like provocation and confidence say Lavingi, and I don't know what to do. I don't have the ability to really tell them otherwise. Yeah, I it's it's that way with a lot of these players, I think. And Europe is a really, really neat scene. Uh, did we lose Wii? Oh, did we hear him? Okay. Yeah, what I was going to say was the one thing that's less surprising to me is how bad Pip beat. Are you back? Oh yeah, that's that is kind of a mystery. But yeah, beats Yarating. Yarating actually, you know, runs a close versus I, I sorry, Ice three O's mint. Is is he the best Punisher in the game with Luigi right now? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. Yeah. in between that which i think i mean i think eddie's really good right now um eddie is very good right now. but i don't think just that far off in yeah terms it's of overall play it's hard to say and always with like a mid-high tier it can be very dependent on just like what brackets you get in certain mm -hmm. ways so if, if jaw came to the united states again was ranked in norcal for a bit yeah it'd be interesting to see you know where he lands but i feel that way about a lot of these players i think europe is building up anger meter from being told that they're not trying to get better. And yeah. Pipsqueak is absolutely trying to get better. Frenzy's absolutely trying to get better. A lot of these players really are. Um, Ice is struggling a little bit trying to deal with these players. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Ice's thing for a while was the player, you know, he was not entering a ton of stuff after a little bit, mm -hmm. um, you know, a few years ago or something like that. And then he'd come and he'd just like destroy Prof or something. Uh, <laughs> he like beat Lucky at Genesis. It, it was really hard to tell what his exact skill level was. Um, but every time he went to anything, he did really well. And now that we got to see more of him. Yeah, it's it's like really weird to know if like what to think of him because uh, you would think that seeing more would would kind of solidify that um but he's still really amazing versus that up-and-coming crop of players i think he's just kind of you know regressed a little bit to being a gatekeeper which uh you know i'm not sure if, if i would favor him versus frenzy right now or something like that but yeah honestly uh when it, when it comes to players like that in europe i still think he's one of the best that's true it's true. I think it's it's also very dominated with by very specific head-to-heads. If Pip starts beating Triff a lot, that was really one of his biggest issues in the past. I mean, we talked about, or I guess, no, I listened to Pip talk about playing Professor Pro, and Professor Pro definitely has 
the fear of God every time that he plays Pip. It's you play that younger, faster Fox yeah. who just does ninety every time, and your soul is breaking a little bit. And I don't know if it's like five oh seven oh. I don't know what it is exactly right now. Or five one. It's a pretty lopsided record. And I thought Pip ended it with a four stock. Yeah, it, pretty emphatic. About how Leffen's not here, so it really crown as the king of Europe or anything. But right, right. You know, the, finishing this off with an insane loser with a four stock on prof. Yeah, if if you had any idea that Pip was not the the next best uh, European player, this probably would shut any of those ideas down. It's like who was the best person that Pip didn't play? I guess it was Ice who did take a set recently. I mean, you yeah, know. I, I think the way here's a good question: How um, mm-hmm. we're, so we're going to see Pip going to Summit because of Hopefully, this? Hopefully, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm an optimistic. Yeah, I think yeah, we're going to see him knock on Summit. Wood. Yeah. Uh, and this is going to be the first time that we're able to see him in America for a long time. You know, he won that uh, trip to Genesis 7, mm-hmm. and then something came up, and he was like, I'll just go to another American major. And then the worst thing in the world happened. <laughs> so so we have not actually seen him in America um, since true. he was... I mean, he was on controller last time we saw him. He was not yeah. a player He wasn't who, typing. He was not typing. He... Uh, he was not someone who many people would make a note of. Um, and now we are looking at him and I got to ask you, like, how do you view him in the current crop of players just in the world? I know it's oh, tough. God. Yeah. I mean, that's very difficult to sort of compare. I don't know. I would say probably North is Yeah. I mean, like Pip has shown so much dominance at times. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, you mentioned the ice loss, you mentioned, it's just some, not a bad some... loss, even you know. No, no, he doesn't have bad losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like every now and then he will have a loss to someone, like solo battle or like ice or something like that. Um, sure. And it's just it kind of begs the question of, you know, what pip exactly are we going to see at American events, right? If we see him at Summit, um, do we see the pip nine out of ten times who comes and like destroys every player, or do we see that one where? Occasionally, he will get fifth in a bracket or something, losing Fox to Mint or something, right? You know, right, right, yeah. We, we've seen both sides. I don't think he'd be out of place being like, and this is nuts to say it. I mean, you know, wow, this bracket. I, I just keep looking at the. So I pulled up the main stage bracket just to contextualize, you know, where I think I would put Pip right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think top 16 on the lower side, like top 24, I don't think that's an unreasonable place to see them. And just for context, we're talking about like the Zamu slug, almost like Logan. Lucky is seated below 16th. I mean, yeah, it, it's, is, it's, a, it's a cursed, cursed bracket, but I don't know if you want to transition to this yet. Well, I mean... I think we're we're probably about done. Do you have anything else you want to say about same? You know, we saw some some pretty cl- crazy runs. We mentioned um, obviously we mentioned Pipsqueak, mentioned Raul, who's kind of an up and comer. Uh, at, recently won a set versus um, Frenzy at Smash yeah. World Tour. Yeah, leads that up with uh, beating Kinzo and beating Lavingi. So uh, if you are a Falco in in Europe, I'm not sure if you necessarily want to see Raul in your bracket. I don't know. I think Europe's great. I I think their infrastructure is very interesting. They're just like two or three years ahead of the game on a lot of stuff, I think. And I don't want to... I don't want people to watch their tournaments because I like 
that the true intellectuals and masters of the game and uh, posting watch those tournaments. I just don't want to silly it, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. too good. It's too good. People aren't ready for it. People it, never were. It does feel like I occasionally get a glimpse into the life that they live, like the European life, when I'm watching some random Smash. Like when, when they would have majors, I don't know. You see some like beautiful thing, like the byproduct of something that we don't have in America. It's like, damn. Like oh yeah, they're just getting off this train, this this train that runs all the time, and it's cheap, and it runs uh, uh, very far, and uh, it's just right. Like, and, Damn. and here's our new setup that allows us to put you know custom interstices <laughs> overlays onto every one of the matches, and you know, true, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely have seen some crazy, crazy layouts, uh, and hopefully we'll be seeing some more. But uh, yeah, I mean overall this. Before we before we get off the subject, you know, we're talking a lot about the results. Um, I just want to mention again that the fact that this was being able to to actually happen, and and I know that there were uh, I think like a term or two that actually ended up getting canceled. Um, I would say tremendous success. Yeah, yeah, I I really think that a lot of TOs are taking it very seriously how to run events these days. Mm -hmm. They are not easy, and they have risen to the occasion so far, and nothing too terrible has happened yet. And that's a huge huge relief. That's a huge load off a lot of people's backs, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what the future of online tournaments are. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to hold, but if this is the, the way that we cap off online tournaments for Europe yeah. in, 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 at this level, I think this is a great way to do it because what they did for the entire year and for this event, really, you know, they really kicked its ass. Yeah. Um, well so. We will see what's going to happen when when they eventually transition back to having in-person majors. Uh, but until then, we gotta just look at our own American in-person majors, and we got a big one coming up this, this week, one don't is we? Is huge. This is a big one. This is, I mean, you know, Riptide, pretty big. Low tier city and SmashCon a little bit less big mm. in certain ways, but this one seems like you know, people were targeting this, people were targeting Genesis in a big way. And if you look at these brackets, I mean, it's just absurd what we're seeing here so fewer entrants than riptide i think riptide ended up getting like seven something this is at six and some change we're but... talking about four melee were you talking about across melee all no no melee we're talking melee i yeah. think this has like 1600 people in terms yeah this, of this has like 16 1700 people there which yeah. is crazy um but no in terms of melee itself riptide had seven something this has six something okay. so technically not the largest open bracket tournament that we've seen this year but in terms of players i mean yeah this has got to be the most stacked riptide was this really fun um introduction to a lot of people on land that we saw on slippy mm -hmm. uh, and i think what main stage has that riptide doesn't is that it, it has a lot of those same grinders and it's putting them now into like it's like fight or flight mode right yeah it's like okay you guys had all your fun here at riptide mm -hmm. now <laughs> play cactuar right <laughs> exactly you it's it's really a situation and i'm glad they did this where they where they gave people a lot of credit for showing up mm -hmm. through net play and then you know as things came online they also credited that but yeah a lot of these players are going to be put in some pretty nasty tests pretty early these pools are nuts you mentioned cactuar i think cactuar's third seed is tof cactuar's second seed in that pool <laughs> Yeah, Pactor is, if I'm not mistaken, seated to maybe get 33rd. That's, yeah, it, it's tough to really. God, it's like. But, he, it, but it could go like anyway. So I'm looking at his bracket. He mm -hmm. would play Cact. So Cactor would play Toph. Um, 
you know, second, third, not totally unreasonable. Winner will play Magi, and the loser of that is seated to play possibly Kevbot. Yeah, that uh, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> this... and the loser of that would get 65th. This tournament is um, this is gonna yeah, be a nasty one. For it, sure. It's gonna it's gonna be a bloodbath. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let, let's go through this because I think there's a lot of really cool matches between you know we mentioned Cactuar, uh, Bladewise is here. Bladewise we, we, is we have, here. We have Cactuar. We have Bladewise. We have a lot of people who, in addition to all these slippy kids, mm-hmm. got a lot of people who are finally making their way out of the woodworks. And even though I'm not about to say Cactuar and Bladewise are like you know, the most in shape melee wise of their career. Right. Yeah. I still think this is a, or like a really cool opportunity to uh, kind of pit the people who have been here for years, who are maybe uh, winding down, let's do like on their slow wind down. And then you get the people who are just like zooming in. Um, we mentioned, we mentioned those matchups here. Want to talk about this one? Shroom Panda. What do you think? Right. About that? Right. Yeah. Shroomed. Um, and then the winner that what like plays Kadoran or something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which I always say Kadoran. I've never known if it's Kadoran or Kadoran or John. I, I've always said Kadoran my entire life. I believe it's Kadoran. Yeah, like San Diego's always said Kadoran. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's Kadoran plays the winner of Kata and I think Moth. He then plays the winner of Shroomed and Panda, and then like whoever wins out of the Gatsu or a Scarzo Blasi side of the bracket. But yeah, like Kadoran is sixth seed, right? Uh, yeah, that's why yeah. I get a huge major. It's one of those things where, and I think this is one of the cool things about main stage is that mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that happens, and you don't really realize it all until you get to see it like this. Until you see why is Kadoran seated above Estuche? Oh wait, <laughs> he beat him a Dude. lot. I mean, Kadoran he... just beat none, right? Kadoran beat everybody. He won, Kadoran he won, won super that super, super stacked local. Um, yeah. Kadoran got top eight at every tournament he's been to yeah. <laughs> in 2021. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of like one of those things where you have a lot of little tiny storylines going on mm-hmm. and they, you know, they, they kind of make their way through through melee like a ripple effect. And then you have something like main stage where you get a chance to contextualize all of that. And you're like, oh, wait, here's what's been happening. <laughs> Yeah, this literally anything could happen. And it's it's so funny watching some of the seeding and how it unfolds versus, you know, how you think of how you, you know, what you perceive as their skills or their weaknesses or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, a lot of these, there are going to be some absolute fights to make top 64 that are just brutal. Like, Waff's, um, Waff's round to make it to play Espat because Espat's a very high seed. Waff is one of the lower two seeds to play Ron. That is crazy. Yeah, like that's that's brutal, honestly. And then if he loses, he has to beat Scarzo to make top sixty-four. I think Waff might not be entering this tournament, but like the the oh, fact that uh, yeah, I think there's some, some conflicts right. with him just kind of devoting to commentary for the weekend. That but like, makes sense. The fact okay. that a player of his skill would have to play two people like that, who mm. you know, I, I I said this before, do like the thought experiment of imagine it's late 2019 or early 2020. Uh, and it's like, okay, your, your brackets, Rom and Scarzo. I'm not sure if, hey, what is that? Who are they? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, and then we it's... just see the results now and it's like, oh yeah, no, that's a problem now. But it's, it's funny because KJH is coming back, right? Yes. That KJH, is a very fun one. KJH's match to make it to top 64 winner side would be the swooper. Yes. And it's, and it's messed up that even after KJH has now beaten Ginger a couple times, 
four and one and locals. Four and one and locals <laughs> over Ginger in the last like week. Uh, by the way, KGH just decided to lift a bunch of weights, learn how to code, and just leveled up his life. And he's beating Ginger again. Um, and yeah, so he plays the swooper, and you're like, I don't know, I don't know if he's got it. I mean, the thing with that is that like the swooper's good. Don't get me wrong. But think about the character that you are giving KGH, right? Yeah, but it's the swooper. I mean, you know, he doesn't play. He's, he's built. He's constructed in a way that is different. He is built different. You are right. <laughs> he is constructed in a way that is not similar to others. Sometimes, like, start to lose sets. And then he just loses even harder and grinds down his opponent's ability to keep winning. And then he wins. Like I watch like him play Ben and Ben will be winning and seemingly committed to just timing him out and walling him out the entire time, right? What does Swooper then do? Just says, All right, sure. And he just keeps testing him over and over again. It's awesome. Well, truly that's the New Jersey in him, right? In Muscle. Oh be. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're trapped with me. I'm not trapped here with you. So it's it's one of those things where like KJH is going to play someone who, you know, maybe he's very familiar with the style. Maybe Swooper is just extremely resilient to bashing his head against the brick wall of whatever KJH is doing, right? You know, the great thing about these matchups is that you are, you're, so you're explaining this one, and then you on look the at... the other side of, You look at right on the other side. It's so face roll versus Mott Money. <laughs> face roll versus Mott Money. Let's keep it on Jersey. We're going to talk about Jersey people again. Mott yeah. Money, uh, you know, someone who... I think if you had to ask like a random melee person, probably not that much of an idea. But my money is just like every person on the come up who had like a huge pop off has lost a my money several times. That's true. Either it's on the like, internet or in person. I love Wally. Wally's amazing. Wally, I think, is like third in New York or something now just because of also, nightclubs alone. He's also second in Jersey if Swedish is at zero. Yeah. So it goes, it goes Flex and correct me if I'm wrong. It's Flex, Wally, Swooper, and then I think Mott Money. And the thing with Mott is that he has several sets on Wally. It's yeah. like anyone who you like, you see their big results, mm -hmm. uh, like an East Coast player, like, oh damn, they're they're good doing all this. The Probably lost to Mott Money. <laughs> B bets. B bets. Yeah. yeah. Um, who is it, from Jersey? He's from Jersey. That's that's what the the common notion is, and yeah. uh, I don't believe that to be incorrect. And you know, this is messed up of me. That I didn't think would do very well at Smash World Tour. I would have maybe picked Face Roll because Face Roll's been doing real life stuff. I don't yeah. know how much he's playing. I don't know what he's doing. And then he just showed up and whooped people. Yeah, it's hard. Lee Meds and Plup. Yeah. Yeah, and you just like I, you know. I think so. As much as I love Griffin, we had him on. Um, you could tell me he was going to get fourth in that pool, and I wouldn't have. I would have like would not be yeah, able be to like, debate you on I'd, that. I'd be like, yeah, you know, fine. Like it's it's foxes. They're all really good. They've been practicing a bunch. Maybe he's just not, you know, there. So, so the fact that we're going into Mott Money this match with like the same hesitation makes me wonder if uh, you know we're the ones who are just bashing your heads into a wall yeah uh, or if there's something here you know when it comes to something like an open bracket major it, it, there's some it's some different. sauce a little different special sauce that's in that and uh not warming up the same way are you no it's a different experience right but uh we will we will see what's going on with face roll because i think that uh 
I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I think he could have a really good bracket potentially. Potentially, he's got a funky one, right? Because it's in that in that little quarter, right? So it's it's face roll, my money. Um, on the other little part of it, which is going to be weird as hell. Yeah, AZ AZ is going to love that one. They're going to know everything about that matchup for some reason. The favorite of the favorite of this match is Svop, and he plays. You know, who he plays. You say it. He plays army. Yes. He plays uh, army, and that's. I mean, even even. I mean, that's a that's a tricky one, right? Svop is someone who cut his teeth in the hard fought land of uh, DFW. We got a lot of sets on bananas. Uh, I think Esop is just really solid all around, super fast. Mm -hmm. But you you talk about someone who is really good at like a puff matchup, or someone who's really good at ICs, and I think I think Esop fits that role. Yeah, like that could now, be. You could tell me literally any combination of results. Or... Yeah, I don't know. Sure, Army ten stocks him. Yeah, Esop takes thirty percent. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, either way, it's fine. You know, the thing I that ever... I love about this set is that mm -hmm. the winner plays axe the winner plays axe which is awesome like axe number one net play hater of all time finally back at a big in-person major fought his way through riptide brutal sets constantly on the verge of being eliminated you know like trail literally just has to do a handoff and he, <laughs> he wins uh you know like curve is there uh you know and that's game five all these games are game five or game four and people are rooting for him like he's an underdog versus crudo and wally it's nuts. People are going crazy. So now he's like, all right, I'm settled in. Next tournament, armies learn. You know, armies around. The what army, it? it's so great because it's not it's not free, right? No. First off, I don't even think army versus axe is free, even though no. I even though hey, I'll be at the tournament. I might throw a five on that if it happens. I bet but, money, yeah. But uh I don't think that's necessarily free. And then you look at you gotta earn this shit, army. Like if you're army, you you might see Axe in your bracket, and then it's like, okay, you have to beat one of the most cracked foxes to ever you know play that ice climbers matchup that well. It, it's just like I think that's kind of a whole thing with this, right? If you if you want to, mm -hmm. you know, face roll might have Axe in his bracket, and I think that could be kind of good for face roll, but he's got to uh, fucking earn it because he's got to play Mott, right? And he's got to play KJH. I like face rolls bracket. I honestly, I think he's I think he looks good versus army. He was doing very well in that head to head as things kind of I don't think he's unbelievably worried about that either. Yeah. I I don't know if Axe stays Pikachu. I don't know. I never know. I really never know. I don't like Axe's bracket really at all because if he wins all of this he probably plays Wizard, which is also not great. Mhm. Mm yeah, I, mean, I don't love Axe's bracket. I'll say it right now. But I don't know. It's like yeah, KJH just like beats face roll and then <laughs> loses to Axe and Wizard loses to Android 0. I don't really know. It's nuts. We'll, we'll we'll get into this later. We're gonna talk about so there's yeah. six summit spots on the line. I want to get oh into like the, the real nitty gritty oh of, of who we think might make it. It but could be anybody, but it, it also be... can't. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, like there, you know, there's so much that can go not to chalk, right? There's so many things. There's so many tenuous matchups. But if you look at the top seeds, it's like all right, Johnny is seventh seed. Lucky is like twentieth seed. Uh, God, fiction is the eighth seed. Like you, you're gonna have to beat like so many good people probably in a row that there's probably not gonna be a way to fluke into this. Yeah, it's like you have to earn this shit. This is a tournament where I think 
there are a lot of different ways to make it a top 16 because I think that the pool of players who are going is so good and that I like upsets will happen. And honestly, I'm, I will like not even sure if I will refer to a lot of these as upsets when they end up happening by seed. Sure. But a lot of these players are going to come in and I don't think it's crazy that they will be able to take sets. Now the difference between making an upset, making two upsets and making top six. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's completely a different deal. game. I mean, you know, the quality of the players that are just not projected to get close mm. is really interesting. Um, but at the same time, you can see you can see it happening. Uh, like, Logan is not seeded to get top 16, which I don't think is an unreasonable thing looking at the players here in recent performance, right? Yeah. You is know, Logan he... going to main stage? Just want to clarify because he keep walking into this rake over and over again. Yeah, it does seem to be the case, right? <laughs> that we, uh, yeah. we never truly like, are know. Are they there? Uh, I, I believe Logan is going to be in oh attendance. Logan seated to play Zamu. No, that's 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 so why. Okay, so Logan, they've got meds, and if they win, it's Sbat. I mean, I don't know. That's not the worst. But if Lo they yeah. lose, they play the loser of Hbox, and it could be Zamu. It could be Slug. Oh my God, Slug could just beat Hbox. It'd be so yeah. Boring. This is actually a really you know so. It's this the most cursed bracket. bracket of all time. All of these oh, brackets are so cursed. Don't make it to losers. Fiction and Ginger are seated to play in the Falco Ditto. It is a new era of content. <laughs> Android, Android Zero, if he loses to Eddie, could just play CPU Zero again. God, the... the... CPU Zero is going to play Wizrobe. <laughs> the players here, the, the level of play is... Oh it's just like i mean i don't know i don't want to be the the guy who like suddenly this is the first time you've ever seen anything like this no but no no but it's it's cool though right the the level of play that we see as it goes down it's not the most stacked top 64 i've ever seen but mm -hmm. the, like the i think people might come into this assuming that people like cpo zero or something like that are underdogs uh and this might not be like as stacked as a Genesis or something, but it's a tournament right. where you're going to learn that you should not underestimate anyone in the Slippy Era. I'm not sure if anyone is currently, because I feel like there's been a lot of times where people learn that. But uh, this you're is right. going to be the nail in the coffin. If you have been sitting at home and not playing online, having a family, having a job, having a spouse, <laughs> you know, I, don't, I, I feel like... You... You are going to sweat this tournament, or you're going to secretly still be super, super good for no reason, and it's uh, you're just going to spoil some kid's day. This is really Zoomer who practices 15 hours versus 30-year-old guy who's just like, hey, what game is this? And uh, I used to be pretty good. I don't really know what, like, where where does that balance right now? Because I, I it, it would always be... 35 year old guy right that would, the 35 year old guy would always win those 32 year old guy 35 maybe a bit old 35 Dreffen's here i mean i don't hate Dreffen's bracket Dreffen actually if you want to talk about the 30 year old versus the 16 year old i think that was the the one of the first comings was getting destroyed by bucky the bort bus driver or whatever it was uh, uh, later known as zuppy <laughs> does that play count uh, that was in person in like 2018, but Does maybe that count? doesn't count. <laughs> there was probably Dweens. So that's <laughs> the wonderful thing about the melee rule set is that there's probably a reason where you can say you that. You can always, if you don't like a result, you can just always invalidate it, can't you? Well, you know, oh, yeah. like 
Melee before 2010, that doesn't count. And then Melee, yeah. actually, yeah, pre, pre-Evo Melee. doesn't count either. Yeah. Like, I'm going to assume... If Armada's not there, it doesn't count. And if Armada is there, does it really count? Yeah, how, how much can it count? Yeah. Yeah, and it could have been on 0.9. We don't know anymore. We don't. It's know truly anything. impossible to tell. This is the first Melee tournament of all time, is what we're facing. I don't it's think... It's actually possibly not even the first. <laughs> it might not count. <laughs> it might not count at all. That's true. It could be the zeroth. Like, I don't think Ginger is going to play Matoko round one. That doesn't look like it's an actual thing. I think it's one of those where somebody isn't going to be there, so they just put them in the junk seed. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, if you've looked at the bracket, you see that Face Roll is seeded to play Luigi Com Master for his first <laughs> round, and that's not going to happen either. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean... unfortunately, a few really cool people who had to drop out. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're, you're mentioning Ginger's uh, bracket, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's funny because I think Ginger will do well. I don't know how to think about any of Ginger's results on netplay or any Falco results on netplay. I think it's very tricky. Um, yeah, I, it's funny because Ginger once again has an interesting situation, if I look at this, where he has to play Rocky, right? So it's one of those, if he loses, then he's bad at the Falco did, and if he wins, it's like, well, he's a better and then he plays Fiction, who is seated up. Yeah, I and mean, I... F- this is the dawn of the uh, of, of the new age of Fiction. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if any of us knew what happened this soon, and yet he goes to locals and he'll just destroy S2J, and then he'll go to stuff like SWT. He'll go to the Smash World Tour uh, for for the West, only Falco to clarify to qualify. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's completely nuts to see the level of play in his Falco that's already there. I mean, Fiction is one of the premier players of this age, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, his Fox before we had to shut down everything was top ten. He uh, like went Marth one SoCal tournament and just beat Mango. Beat, beat Mango. Uh, yeah. His ability to to pick up characters and even his ability when he wasn't even playing that mm-hmm. that much. To just come in and like you know get twenty fifth at every Evo or something was always really impressive. Um, and then in the past few years, like twenty eighteen on, we saw himself devote himself to the game and mm-hmm. paid off. And uh, shouldn't be a surprise to anyone that devoting himself to Falco is paying yeah. off already. <laughs> it's it's incredible. I mean, you know, he had like one bag tournament where he lost to Asashi, which is not a bad loss. Asashi, great, unbelievable third seed by the way. Prof has Asashi yeah. as the third seed. That's talk terrifying. about talk about ginger. Yeah, uh, ginger plays the the winner of Prof versus Asashi, which uh, I mean, there's probably no second and third seed that you want in your pool. Uh, if you really if, want them, yeah. But yeah, you have a Florida Marth and a, a young Falco who's going to do right. you. So, so you've got <laughs> you've got young Southern Falco. You then have Rocky who spent a bunch of time in San Diego Falco. Next is probably Fiction. Now there's SoCal Falco, right? Um. And then after that, if he wins, he'll probably, you know, maybe play IBDW. Which or is the Albert one? Wins, it's, it's a Fox <laughs> or a Falco, Falco again. So he knows what matchup he's going to practice, which is good. If he loses to Fiction and things go totally according to Chalk, it's probably one of KGH, Billy Bo Peep, or SFOP. Yeah. Uh... And then if he wins that, it would be Albert. And then... Uh, you know, totally by chalk, which will not happen. For ninth place, he plays Kadorn, <laughs> which sucks. I mean, you know, you're just literally going through the, I have to beat a bunch of Falcos, and then I get to lose to Kadorn. 
And if he beats Fiction, right, we talked about if he beats Fiction, he would play IBDW, and then if he loses to IBDW, it's like Gatsu. It's yeah, there there is a lay at the end of the tunnel. I, I think that online he did pretty well against IBW. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, IBW, I'm not, not putting any huge bets against him uh, anytime soon, but but yeah, I think like the fact that we look at Ginger's bracket and there's just like, you know, like danger signs going off at every corner. I would like to, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to say it's a ginger thing. I would like to just say that's yeah, a it's like main stage thing. Melee thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was you mentioned losers, that... losers in every, for every person here is, is crazy. I don't think there's a losers match that isn't cursed. It's like, Everything's scripted. You mentioned Logan has to play Zamo or Slug, people who he just lost to. Right. Uh, Ginger, if Ginger plays KJH for top 16, like the the amount of just like just weird little, matches. yeah. yeah. Like Mott Money, the swooper for 33rd, France versus Army for 33rd. I mean, you know, these things probably won't happen because they're seated this way. But mm -hmm. yeah, like just to finish it up on Ginger, I think he's got this really interesting bracket where if he makes it through the entire shit river, He's really proven himself, and I think it would be a, a great result. I think it would be honestly better than the low tier city if he if he gets the summit spot here. But there are a lot of spots where, like you know, he's either you know slightly better than a coin flip or like you know eighty or ninety. But if he loses, it just keeps adding to this narrative of like I don't know if I'm as good as I was on net play, and it's mm -hmm. it's very frustrating. I mean, it's a big test. Well, yeah. So we know that he was doing very well in net play. He had those H box wins. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he had those wins on don't test me when he went dock, which we are not going to talk about. Um, Honestly, Ginger should just go Kirby. Ginger should go Kirby. We should just go Kirby sometimes. <laughs> uh, that would be a very fun wrinkle in his whole shtick. Of, of Falco is the best best character. Falco is the best character. He's very you know he's like here's how he should be played. You know very very funny. even tempered. He just, he just goes Kirby. I mean Kirby can shoot two lasers out of a, of a short hop when when he has you, the Falco ability. You joke, but there was um, there was Gold Dart at San Diego Kirby, and the Falcos actually because like, <laughs> it was like awkward. He'd duck a bunch of the lasers, and then he'd you know he'd, he'd eat you, and then you know he just starts like full hop triple lasering or whatever it is. Or, like, you know what we should do? Laser. We yeah. should mod Falco Kirby into the game. Just Falco Kirby. Just Falco Kirby. You're like you get to start as Falco Kirby. You get to Falco start Kirby. and and. And it's against you can play against fucking P, uh, Fox and Peach and Falcon, and you still get to be Falco Kirby. It's like it'd be like a roguelike. You're just slow and <laughs> floating around, and you're just shooting everyone. Can you imagine like being Ganon <laughs> and playing Falco Kirby? He just shoots the gun as he's recovering. I really want to see. Okay, we got to make this happen. I want to see, Falco, see Falco Kirby. Fal Falco Kirby versus Puff. What ha what happens? Falco Kirby versus Puff is contentious because I don't think. Oh God! Like, I don't think I don't, I don't think Kirby, Kirby could does. do anything, but uh... I think it'd be really, really funny. Yeah, I mean, this is just a bracket full of endless, endless opportunities. And truly, you know, we're we're really. I think every round will be interesting. There will be a bunch of round one stuff that's interesting. The top 128 matches are really interesting. Chillin' Dude is third in his pool. And then you look in a second seat smash out here, and you're like, yeah, all right, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that.
Yeah, every time you you find something that looks egregious, you see the context and you're like, hmm, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like, Never mind. It's like, why is Lucky? You know, this. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. Everyone above him has done really well. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you. Um, I'm gonna read you some seating in from Please lower do. seating to higher seating. Gatsu, mm-hmm. none. Okay. S two J. Could do All right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just because he's beating the ball, and it's yeah, it's hard to argue that that's not right. Uh, yeah, it's... even by by results against the field and the specific head to head of Kadoran playing all of those players lately, lately. Yeah, because Johnny's you know lifetime very very positive on him. Yeah, he. I mean, he he still has losses to those players recently too. But the how he's been able to do versus Falcon, mm-hmm. after what we've seen, you know, for for the players who've been watching, for the people who've been watching those players for a long time, <laughs> Kadoran versus Johnny was not too pretty. So, <laughs> the fact that it looks, you know, approaching pretty on, right. on Kadoran's end is yeah. is an accomplishment in itself. It's funny um, watching his Marth succeed versus Falcon, Falcons. Falcon, yeah, yeah. Because there's been kind of like a, a couple Fox, they're like a couple Marcy played the matchup a little bit funny, mm-hmm. but they always looked a specific way when they played speed wise or just the way they position themselves. And, it, and it's cool watching Kadoran now do that, but it's also funny that Kadoran is perceived as the slow Marth. Like Kadoran on a <laughs> an objective measure is very fast. Yeah, where have we gotten in melee where yeah. it's like you know that slow right. one Kadoran. Only slow player, right? Here's here's another thing. I'm going to um, I'm going to I, I don't know how to put this in the funniest way, but this will probably be the last thing I say about it. Here, um, here are people that are seated lower than Zamu and Slug. <laughs> Hit me. Lucky. Mm-hmm. KGH. Okay. Um, I was gonna say Fat Goku, but I think Fat Goku is seated higher than Slug. If I have this right. Because IBDW is the first seed. IBW. Not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so KJH, lucky. Um, Blade wise, just to throw it in for fun. Yeah, that is a fun one. That's a fun one. Um, let's see. Shroomed. Also fun. Shroomed. Magi. <laughs> Bobby Big Balls. Just to, just to really throw it in, right? Right, and then like you know, a bunch of players that are not not even retired, right? We just haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, like Smash Daddy could still be grinding a bunch. Dreffen is still very very capable as a player and plays a bunch of net play. It's it's just funny to kind of contextualize all of this and and just think, you know, the number this makes sense. The number of one time or multiple time top 100 players who are who are here and the number of people who have never been top 100 who are seated above them yeah. feels wrong right but it's like we need to not have an arcadian because it wouldn't make any sense yeah ben was talking to me about that at smash world tour he's like he's like we gotta have a national arcadian three and i was like it's gonna be like you versus logan <laughs> it's, it's... it would be him logan and i i have to think about who else would be there Aklo. It's actually going to be Aklo destroying both of them. Oh my god. You could take the top eight at that Arcadian and enter them into like, take a random selection of top 30 through 60 players. Yeah. I don't know if I favor the 30 through 60 players. Yeah, the, it, if you ran an 8v8 crew battle and it's just like 
eight people selected 30 through 60 and then the top eight of a natural arcadian if it ran today uh yeah man i i truly don't know do you think we got to put out a 2021 something or somebody will um because we're going to be in this spot at the end of 2022 where we will have a not top 100 player either top eight the major or win the major yeah, it definitely like becomes annoying for the Pikachu 942s of the world to be like, this is the highest placing a not a player who's never made top 100 as <laughs> a major. 155th. <laughs> and it's like, everyone's like, yeah, well, they've gotten ninth at every major so far. We know they're good. It's It really is just like all of those shonen where just the main character never passes the test or never gets ranked <laughs> up and they're just like whooping everyone and it's just not really a big deal. But I kind of like that. I think we need to remind ourselves not to stress, you know, 85th versus 97th. It's very fun and uh, it's something that I also hate a lot. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah. you know, we, we are drawn to the things that we don't like and uh, every year, I'm like, oh god, I gotta do this again. It's like fucking rope back into it, <laughs> and then it's very mad. And then it is fun, and then mm-hmm. it, it's actually only gets more fun the more confident I am that they are not 79th or whatever, <laughs> that they are in fact 82nd. Uh, and it's like I know your local records. <laughs> you think people don't? I do. Well, you know, I like it as someone who thinks that it should be a little bit harder for like people to know who's gonna win. Um, yeah. I also think it should be, you know, I, I would like to get sponsors out of the kind of binary of like, okay, well, this person's rank X versus rank Y. Like, you need to understand that there's a lot of value here that you need someone to assess the space to do um, and yeah. to not discount people because they're ranked 17th instead of 11th. You know what I'm saying? My counter argument to that is that Albert got signed by LG before Ginger did. And I don't mean <laughs> Albert Lou. I don't mean the oh, very, the very good guy? Falco player. I mean the guy who... I think is banned from Twitter now. He's who would go? Now, yeah. Go ratio. Yeah. Uh, which you know, we weren't talking about influential people, but if you want to talk about some of history's most influential people in a negative way, I think <laughs> Albert from Twitter deserves a mention. <laughs> yeah, up there with Pol Pot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say it, but but it yeah, is, yeah. What, the, what he has wrought on Twitter as a whole, but just like has ruined a sense of communication that was already fraught right it's that and like the occupied democrats account that's like uh we should ban drunk driving <laughs> just, just that's government outreach that's government overreach i'll say it right now i mean what's right. next i need a license to operate a damn toaster that's what i'm saying hell yeah brother <laughs> um so i was kind of mixing together a couple of our topics at once but i want to now mix together two more um you know so we blended slippy kids versus old you know old people of smash Mm-hmm. and you know the the preview of the bracket i want to know um which slippy which slippy kids so to speak is going to place higher and how many slippy kids do you think are going to make summit spots okay yeah are you want to give me some slippy kids and i'll weigh in or how do you want to do this yeah i mean so i have the top you know so many seeds up just to help me out a little bit sure um you know i really think it's you know i'm putting the over under strongly at one and a half and I think it's going to be under like I, I really think it's going to be one for making top for six making it to the summit yeah that's I don't know well you got to think of like what's the definition of slippy kid in that sense right <laughs> that's true actually I'm being really really loose with it um, is Kadorn a slippy kid if he makes well, that's it? what I'm saying I'm saying Kadorn's a slippy kid which is absurd. okay I'm saying Zambu's a slippy kid that doesn't make any sense 
Yeah, I don't have a good character. I don't have a good characterization here. Can you like is fiction's Falco a slippy kid? Doesn't play slippy. <laughs> like it know. is it is someone who's only started playing in slippy and and I believe only slippy results like losing to Man Ray. Um, <laughs> That's true. No, this is a good... defeating oven and then DQ. Yes, yes, getting DQ'd into losers, defeating, defeating oven, oven and then leaving. DQing immediately. Because uh yeah, I, maybe that's a terrible question. Maybe I should just rephrase who do you think is getting that. No, no, spots. no. I think that it is something that is fun who's, to bring up because... Who's the uh, biggest surprise, I guess? Who do you think will make it to Summit? You will, well, let's see. Because I want to talk... I think your your thing about Slippy Kid is also... It's pretty yeah. cool because... Uh, like, there's there's a lot of different flavors, right? Right. You, you get the B-Bats, which is a different flavor. B-Bats is an absolute Slippy Kid. Like, He's I a sli- did not no <laughs> in-person tournaments might not have known in-person tournaments were real yes so bbats tweeted it was like it's gonna be my first jersey tournament in like two three years i was like what <laughs> my first in-person tournament he said that like uh in yeah, july it's like my or something first in-person tournament yeah uh oh, i mean B-Bats. honestly there's like a there's a scale to it all right and it's right. like in gen the Japanese Marth player who literally learned about melee because of Slippy or something. That's like a that. Slippy kid. That's like, I believe that is that is the true Slippy kid. Hundred percent on the Slippy kid scale. On the zero percent on the Slippy kid scale, it's Armada. It's did, Armada. <laughs> who did not play? Like if Armada showed up to a tournament again, no, I think the ultimate not Slippy kid would then have to be like, not Captain Jack, not Ken. Be PC Chris, I guess. It might be PC Chris. But he bought a com- he he got the computer. Slippy <laughs> on the computer, so he would not be he would not be a Slippy Kid. Yeah, it absolutely is. You know, the the very based definition of Slippy Kid for uh for people who watch Melee is I didn't know them. Yes, uh, I don't know who they are. Famously, Wally is a Slippy Kid. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Slippy Kid Wally. Um, you know, I also enjoyed when we would give uh, top players ballots and just finding out how many people they didn't know about because they could not perceive them. They were like, "Yeah, who's Rocky?" <laughs> oh, that was always really fun to see. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just like, um, it's like, oh, you know, uh, this top ten player wins a ballot, and then it comes back, and it's like, okay, oh. so. I, I guess you know you could do a ballot in twenty minutes. I'm not sure if I recommend it, but yeah, you really, you really could. Or like, <laughs> were, were, was there no Wi-Fi where they were? Could they not look up anyone? Was it Mango who said honestly, like everyone outside of top thirty-five is the same? <laughs> uh, to Mango, that might be true, unless he is uh, playing Flipsy, which then it's very Flipsy, different. Flipsy's got it out for SoCal, <laughs> or but Flipsy's yeah. top thirty-five, but we will I'm never know. To think, like, who who I have heard call it a slippy kid where I was just like, please, please watch uh, any tournament. There's Bones, so so I good. think, is a fun one. Okay, but Bones is actually a slippy kid. Okay, well, Bones, Bones is... has been playing for 50 million years <laughs> and is still a slippy kid. What's happening here is that we are going to create a, like a a dodecahedron scale of like what a slippy kid is. Yeah. And there's going to be all these yeah. different points. And you Place have to like... Falco, labs a shit ton. <laughs> And then it's like, okay, it's like if you're on this sector, it's like you're this is Wally, right? And if you're on right. this sector, it's Ingen. And then there's Armada here, and like Posts you'd have a like a lot on Smashboards. <laughs> Has absurdly good text. Like Bones is definitely a slippy kid in some sense of the word. Like Billy is not a slippy kid, but he's a slippy kid. <laughs> right. You know, you can uh, really. How, okay, okay, so I have a good question. Oh, no, Axe I mean, is not a slippy kid. I have a question that you'd like. Yes, I, yeah. Um, 
at what point does posting make you a slippy kid? Posting alone. Because I'm thinking about it like as... <laughs> like is pee, pee a slippy kid? Because of the posts? Yeah, because of the posts. It's so many posts, right? There are a slippy lot of posts. Kid, is slippy kids about posting? That's such a good question. <laughs> it's truly something that... Uh... I you know, we, so. we we could ruminate on this for a long time. I think there's like the Chad never practice melee show up to a tournament and like just like fight as hard as you can no strat like kind of Santi scale like from the Santi to Drug Fox scale of like being a slippy kid that tilts mm -hmm. like there's the slippy kid actual scale and then there's whatever I'm talking about this way maybe even that way I don't know. We're getting all a, mixed up. <laughs> this is a we got to keep exploring this because we we're not ready for this. We will, yeah, we'll write this up. Uh, we yeah. will get it peer reviewed. We'll go to Ambi. Ambi will uh, write a five thousand word essay on awesome. it. Yeah. It'll be it'll, it'll be like a scientific theory by the time he gets through with it. Then we'll give it to Edwin, and it'll be some sort of indictment of capitalism. Uh, while he's also telling the other people melee stats that uh, <laughs> it's like, sorry, the one percent baby. <laughs> right, right wing Edwin is my favorite secret melee stats meme. It's not that secret. We talked. No, we joked not. the other day about it's not at all. creating a melee stats bagel shop because I think everyone's talking about how much they hate their jobs. We'll just say say the, say the food again. Bog, boggle. I'm sorry. I know you're like from Philly. This is not fair. <laughs> what am I supposed to say, dude? I'm so sorry. I just I didn't. I felt the urge to bully, and that was wrong of me. So we're gonna start start a. <laughs> Fucking! I'm so sorry. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm getting so nervous. <laughs> we're gonna shark. We're gonna shark now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we shark the shop. We we shark the shop. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, hey Tone. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh! You starting a bagel shop instead of melee? Oh! Be ashamed if something happened to the cinnamon raisin. Okay, so we start a bagel shop, a bagel shop that is not affiliated with uh, any Italian American crime organizations. Uh, the the joke is that instead of melee, well, instead of non melee jobs, because every non melee job is kind of killing melee stats right now, you start a shop, and then you know the the joke ends up being that uh, Edwin talks a big game until he's the boss, and suddenly oh everyone God, makes minimum be... wage without <laughs> without benefits. <laughs> It's gonna be awesome when he gets the means of production, and he's like, you know, he's like, actually, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is actually really cool, and, and I don't have to pay Ambi. This is great. You know, you read about Cuba in your spare time, and then your your coworker, your not your coworker, your uh, you know subordinate walks up and is like, "Hey, boss, can I take an hour off?" And you're like, I, "Hold uh, on a second here." I scalded myself. Right. <laughs> I, 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 you know, have a workplace injury. <laughs> it's my my favorite part of the current affairs. Um, well, anyway, we're getting way way adrift. What are we supposed to be talking about? Are there questions, or is there? Are we talking about uh, who's going to make it a summit? I think Sfat. I think Sfat makes it a summit. I think. I think Sfat's um, a great pick. You want to go one and one, and we'll get all six out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go again though, because okay. uh, that's how it's gonna work. I I pick Shroomed because he will never not make Summit somehow if he is capable of going. Like if he if he didn't have to go and or if Dreffen's there, the only ways he doesn't make Summit. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so you get uh you get two. I will I pick. Uh, yeah, I'll pick Fiction. 
You pick fiction. Okay. Smart. I mean, we uh, we could we could cut it up. We could find out what bracket it actually would be. But I, I think that uh, uh, he's got to play Axe. I think. You or, know what? Or maybe none. I don't know. He's got Gatsu. He's got a great bracket for trying to make it. Like if he beats IBDW, which I don't entirely think is very likely, he's he's there, right? You make it a winner semis, you're there. If he beats Ginger, yeah. I mean, you know, I think he's got a good shot. It really, you should just pray that Axe either loses or wins or does something a little bit different. Good pick. Uh, I think uh, when it comes to, yeah, dude, I don't know. When it, when it comes to Shep, uh, I think yeah. that he will do his weird thing where he's all esoteric and then he'll mm -hmm. get fourth here and then he'll be like, yeah, everyone just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to counter your pick, if I get to go again, or, or are we somehow like stupidly snaking it after my shroomed pick is? I thought I was going to get to go again. Yeah, No, you go again. Take, take my next I'll, do, I'll do the next two. Yeah, no, you. I'll, get, you I'll get the script. No, no, I'll get the script. No, you should go. No, you should go because I get it. You're not going to pick who I'm picking up. Okay, well, I'll pick. Our picks might be different. Our picks like might uh, conflict with each other. We might have to have like some crazy bracket thing to happen. Uh, I'm going to pick KGH. You're going to pick KGH. Oh, yeah, that's actually a pretty uh, pretty neat pick. Face roll. Uh, I think that's doable. You think let's it's doable. Say, and if let's he... say it's army. <laughs> let's let's say he has to play army. <laughs> Armada del Duca. Absolutely just drowns ass, right? Uh, and um, then and then he would have Wizzy. I don't, I'm not sure if he's winning that, but then mm. he would go down and then play Fiction. Okay, so obviously these... <laughs> we didn't think this through, because... No. I pick Face Roll next. <laughs> I pick Face Roll. We picked um, everyone he, from the same corner of the bracket. That's that's what we're doing. So, you know, we're really... We're not trying... We're just going head-to-head -head right now. It's just a fight of honor. So Face Roll beats KGH, beats Axe in that matchup. Would play Wizrope. Beats Wizrope, he's in, right? If he loses to Wizrope, he plays oh, it's seated to be none. It might not be. And then it's like, you know, fiction. That's actually an extremely reasonable bracket. And if Face Roll loses to Axe, it's Rocky, Kalamazoo, S2J, and Kadoran. And I think he's favored or even in every single one of those. Yeah. You know, so that's that's my pick. I go with face roll, and now we can go to now that we both have two. Um, I think now I have... I have three. Now you should go again. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll finish this off. Mm -hmm. uh, now it would be really funny if I pick army, who like you should pick army. You should pick army. <laughs> <laughs> who, in order for these scenarios to work, would already be like eliminated thirty third or something. Exactly. Um, yeah. But so well, I'll, some pick, bases here. I'll pick army on this one. No, uh, I'll yeah. pick army in heart and then um, in in real life. So you know you can pick army now and then you have your fourth pick. <laughs> my, my fourth, the the true pick would be. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very funny that we didn't mention uh, Wizzy or no, we're not. I thought we were agreeing not to not to actually go for people we we are confident will make summit. You did say Sfat, by the I way. I did say Sfat. Sfat is almost not seated to do it. He has to play Kadoran. Let's take Kadoran then. <laughs> You're gonna take Kadoran. Let's <laughs> take Kadoran. You think it's Kadoran? Right. Um, all right. I think that's that's an okay pick. I think. Um, yeah, I mean it's funny, you know. He is seated to play Johnny or face roll. Mm -hmm. I think he'd rather play Johnny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think both of them are, are you know, we 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 gas him up, we talk him up, and and I think that he is legitimately one of the greatest players who's like actually active right now. Mm -hmm. And even that's kind of underselling him. He's just really good. He's like very, very good. He, he's a top twenty player, and it doesn't matter. Uh, who, you know, suddenly like. Wait, if, who did you just take? I took Kadoran. 
Oh, we're you done. took a door in. Sorry, that's six I, people. Yeah, we took. All right, that's it. We're <laughs> we are out. finished. Yeah, um, you know, IBDW, HBox, Wizrope. We are not interested. No, I, <laughs> in these picks, we're going deep value. Uh, which I'm pretty sure, like in a bracketology sense, is not possible. But no, we've done a lot of bad things right now. <laughs> Probably one of us should have taken IBDW. Hey, look. You know, sometimes they have expectations low is important. Well, you know, you go to a major. Sometimes the uh, there's a laptop there. Tos are reporting stuff. It's just kind of signed in. I've done it. Sometimes you switch stuff around, and suddenly, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you've got a so, new bracket. <laughs> suddenly, Wizzy has to play IBW in round of sixty four, yeah. <laughs> and Katorin is already in winners finals. That was always the funny thing about Evo. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. We'll just... I I now understand Evo seating as a reaction to like if you truly <laughs> believe very... that the community is not able to seed a tournament without rigging it. That's a very generous look at Evo, isn't but it? Like random is very riggable too. That's all I'm gonna say. And you don't even have to justify it. True. It's actually easier to just to to rig random <laughs> because everybody like I guess this is just what it did. <laughs> I guess for some reason. The 10 best players are all playing each other in round one. Weird. And yeah, my well, best friend. Like, my is... best friend's sponsorship means that I should keep him away from the other sponsored players, <laughs> which which has been said before. Amen. Oh, it's all been said. All right. So we agree. We're That's that's our picks. We'll lock them in. What's, uh, what's next up? Boom. Main stage. Done. Yeah, I mean, we're we're kind of going pretty quickly through it. Uh, I don't know if is well, you know, we we mentioned those <laughs> who we think is going to place top six, but uh, before we get into anything else, let's talk about who's going to win. This is one of the win. biggest tournaments of the year, you know, for, in terms of big tournaments. We've seen Summit, which is an invitational. Um, we are seeing another Summit, which is another invitational. We have seen Smash World Tour East Coast and Smash World Tour West Coast, both invitationals. Uh, and then you kind of look at it, and the scale of it starts to dip down a little bit after that. Uh, Riptide's probably the next closest thing you have to this, mm-hmm. and then Low Tide and you know stuff like that. It's not even at that level. Yeah, here so, I disagree. I gotta say it right now. All right, give it to I, me. I think what you've described all not real. You know, the biggest competition wasn't there. They didn't play them. Now, you know, when you talk about a big quality tournament, what we're gonna talk about is Super Smash Con. <laughs> yes. That's that's the tournament. I mean, if we had the Riptide true. winner yes, and the low tier, low tier city winner all play, how do you think they do against each other? <sighs> yeah, I mean, you look at the Smash World Tour pool. You look you at the hard a, facts. You've got H Box, Ginger, Magi, Polish. How many of those people won Smash Cod? Using Inui logic, <laughs> you have to come to the conclusion. That Polish is the best player in the venue. And if somebody wins this tournament, it does not count because Polish is not there if you read my book. There's a lot of different reasons why this tournament doesn't count, yeah. which we will get into in, in said just, book. I just I'm just saying, you know, I just don't see how this how this matters. If if but Polish if, isn't there. I mean I mean look at the top seeds. You have IBDW and HBox. Who beat them? <laughs> <laughs> Who beat them? Very true. Yeah. But IBDW did win the runback, so I'm going to say IBDW wins. But I mean, SFAT's here, too, who didn't lose to Polish. <laughs> SFAT clearly undefined in terms of uh, ability Polish. to beat Polish. Yeah, in throw to Polish weekend, which is more, you know, 
Yeah, I don't know if that, uh, you know, it's kind of like there's Christmas and then there's um, like Orthodox Christmas. They're different weekends. Throw it a Polish weekend. There might be a different version of throw it a Polish weekend in the, within the same calendar year that we might see. That. Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it. I'm <laughs> sorry. What were you saying? You were saying something and it sounded really smart, but then I'm actually uh, obligated to gas up Polish. No, I said the word Orthodox. Was that it? Oh, it was before that? It was before that. You were talking about all the tournaments, scopes of tournaments. I mean, I was talking about... I think I was just kind of saying the same thing that I've been saying this entire time. This is a big tournament. It's, a big <laughs> no, but I'm, it's like this is a tournament. You go into the other ones and you kind of have an idea of who's going to win because yeah. as stacked as they were, it's like a closed pool of players. Now, right. we have this open bracket and we talk about how crazy that is. But at the end of the day, does that change who, who ends up winning this? We have yeah. IBW, we have yeah. HBox, Wizzy. That's the, bad. Like the level of people who could, like the number of people who could win, that's not that big, right? I think obviously Cody's the huge odds on favorite. It's funny because yeah. HBox is, I think, still playing very, very well. I think that's the wildest part about all of this. Yeah. If you look at all W, get used to net play mode, um, he's, he's playing some of the best melee of his life. And I, I do believe that. And so is SFAT. Wizrobe is not right now. And that's okay because he could. And yeah. the same for Axe. Yeah, Wizrobe and Axe, both players who really impossible to count out. Wizzy, right. Wizzy was literally one or two sets away from being ranked number one for the summer. That's right. Uh, and then it felt like he fell off after that, but he kind of just like... He would could He's lose fine. to Lucky, or he could, you know, be get third at a big tournament. So it's tough to say, you know, what what he's going to be able to do. Uh, I do think, mm -hmm. if you want to talk like actual real chances, yeah, look at who's not here for Wizzy. Mango's not here. Mango's Plup, not here. Plup isn't. Plup here. is not here, and those are two horrific matchups. That I mean, like this doesn't suddenly become oh Wizzy's favorite to win, but Wizzy has done somewhat well in the past versus IBW. IBW has the head to head recently. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with HBox. I believe HBox won the last set they played, but yeah, Wizzy did was, beat him this year yeah, in person. It's funny because HBox has kind of walked into this zone where he's got a pretty good side of the bracket, but I don't think he wins unless he gets a lot of help. Yeah, if you, if you think that like all he's got to do is beat like some combo of IBDW and Wizrope twice, if you think he beats SFAT, he can do it. But I don't love it. I don't think this is. So it's yeah. still a win, is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's how it happens, right? Yeah. Well, that's how it used to happen. You used to yeah. see it. I say you in a second person sense, mm -hmm. uh, right? When it's me, <laughs> no one used to see HBox uh, not first, and then HBox would just win. He won every one of those tournaments for like a huge streak, right? It didn't really matter what he did before to deserve getting seated third. Once you seated him third, he would just he win. won. Um, and and we really have not seen that like fire and intensity to prove everyone wrong. He got third at Summit. He got third at uh. Yeah. Riptide, he, he got hasn't really had a bad tournament yet. It's, his but, worst loss is Polish, who played unbelievably. Do you think that's the thing, though? Is that what I mean? I don't know. It's, it's pretty reductive to say that's keeping him back. But like the fact that he got third, third, and fourth, that's if he got 33rd at Riptide, I think uh -huh. he's winning the next tournament he goes to. That's actually, I know what you're saying and I hear you, but I do <laughs> disagree. I think he's legitimately. 
No, no, you're right, actually. You're right. Because you do think that there are some moments where... I don't know. It's really funny. Like, I talk about this W mode, right? Should I should I elaborate a little bit? Yeah. Let's there go into W some, mode. There are some points where, like, for example, Elliot beat him and talked about this, where it just seems like he's not entirely looking at the screen. And he's just kind of, like, holding forward at you for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's it's unclear exactly what's going on because it's uncharacteristic of HBox. And it's very, very different than what has worked and what does work. So if you watch, for example, HBox versus Ben, there'd be W mode and not W mode. And W mode, Ben's doing great. And not W mode, it's not looking close at all, right? And he used to have these times where, like, you'd watch... Well, you know, I guess I, I should attribute this. Like, Alex Puff stuff used to do these analyses mm-hmm. of HBox's Puff. And 20 seconds, and then just be like, I have no... <laughs> just really don't know what's what, what the plan is, what's going on. Is is kind of drifting, and you know it's very hard to play high level, play puff, especially versus the best players in the world who also often main characters who do well versus your character. Right. Um, that said, I don't know. If he if he had the who holds W a little bit more implanted into him, then you see a little bit more of a shift. It's hard to say because I think he played really really well versus puff, and I think he played pretty damn well versus IBD out of the water but if you look at what hbox was doing i don't think it was like bad so it's weird i feel like he's elevating for these sets it's just he's running into players playing better melee than anyone's ever played i think yeah yeah i think when he came back to land at summit 11 mm-hmm. the the question was like okay who can he lose to and and i was kind of someone who I think was still pretty generous because um, I said that he's not going to start losing to everyone. Um, but I was like, the, I didn't think he was. I thought the top ten players would give him some trouble, uh, and then that proved to be like you know, it turned out to be more top five, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right I, now, I think if you give him Zane, if you give him Cody, I think those are really really tough. Uh, Mango, pff, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Truly, no way of knowing. And considering Mango's really seems to only be going to summits now we'll see good friend hey if i could do it i would just sit on the throne <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's really hard to say with hbox i think the funny thing is you look at his bracket mm-hmm. um we talked about how wizzy i think could win i think wizzy has a better shot at winning than hbox does but i think hbox has like a better yeah like a more sorry. suited bracket in certain senses i would i would say okay i would say that wizzy has a better shot one yeah at getting top four yes uh and i think that hbox has a better shot at winning this like, I oddly enough but it's also but, kind of weird because like hbox will play sdj and he'll win and he'll play zam or slug and maybe it looks close sometimes but he'll win right it's one of those where you get a little bit you get more there's a lot more like kind of hopium in the air when hbox yeah. has these early bracket matches but i don't really feel that it's that different like he could lose to johnny but yeah th- that's the thing right like we would see some of that in 2019 like mm-hmm. we'd see it's like oh sdj went game five with hbox maybe he'll win now maybe and then win it, next time yeah it'd be like it'd be mm-hmm. one game five in, a, in like a c of three o's and three ones sure um, but then what happened in online is we saw those game five scenarios and they weren't going to Hbox anymore. No, because Hbox was in, you know, netplay W mode or whatever. He was in W mode. 
But I mean, you look and, at char- you look at players who are scary for HBox, like honestly, out of the top sixteen. It could be any of them, but HBox's level of play has been so high that I'm like, I don't know. I'm just not convinced any of them can beat him anymore. Yeah, this is definitely a crew of players who it's, I don't know, it, it's tough, man. Yeah. Like, if you had to make a group of players who are scary for HBox, I don't really this think isn't really you, it. you, yeah, and not only that, but I don't think you could like juice it in his, in, in their favor that much because I think. Whoever you give him, I mean, unless it's... Make the worst bracket out of the players here for him. I don't know, like, put Lucky there, maybe, if you believe in that. Yeah. I don't know, like, put put Flex, I don't know. Maybe Flex. It's, like, just pick, like, every weird sort of matchup that, like, maybe he won't... It's it's funny because there is a surprising amount of of floaties kind of hanging around here. Yeah. But, and then a lot of foxes, and I, I don't know. It's it's weird. When he went to Summit, I thought he could have lost every single set. And it yes. wouldn't have been that different than his level that he'd been playing at at the time. Yeah. And considering how many people had transferable levels from, you know, net play to in-person, you know, Akla is maybe a bad example because he was really coming up in the beginning of 2020 as well in person and was proving it versus North, mm-hmm. um, versus New York City. Yeah, I mean, you know, Akla showed up, he played very well. Logan showed up, played very well. Um, a lot of these players, they're really... I mean, Logan is an example of someone who literally had almost no top 100 wins before Yeah. Before net play. Showed up, played played great, played fine. Logan losing to J-Flex at Riptide was actually not the biggest deal. That happened quite a bit on net play, didn't it? Yeah, it was something within the realm of possibility. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was just insane. Really it fun to see like I, I think logan's a really cool example of of what slippy mm. you know currently looks like because i think that the the ceiling for a lot of people who've popped off on slippy is really really high mm. um but the consistency that the people who've been playing for years that, yeah. that they have i don't think it's really there necessarily and it, it's gonna be really fun to see them gain that because once they do i think you have people like logan people like Ben, I guess, you know, Ben, obviously with that Wizzy win was really impressive, but like you have a lot of people who, once they gain that, that high floor, mm-hmm. they compare that with their high ceiling. I think that's really, uh, really scary, but we're talking about HBox, I think. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We were talking about HBox, but, but really just to the point that like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think if like what Polish, remember what Polish said when, you know, and he was being kind of humble about it when he beat HBox where he was like, he just stopped looking at the screen and held toward me at the end of it. And, True. Maybe that happens. I don't know. There, there's always the abil- the possibility that that could happen. Yeah. Um. And if you are lucky enough to be the person that that happens against, you know, that's up to you to to seize the opportunity. Uh. Yeah. That being said, you know, I think Kadoran wins the tournament. <laughs> that being said, Kadoran wins the tournament. <laughs> or loses to Shroomed, and you're like, I don't know. That's not the biggest, you know, surprise in the world, right? Yeah. That I mean, po- very possible. There's definitely some people out there who can uh, who can take this from Kadoran. <laughs> Why I'm playing along. Lose to Kata, who, by the way, is here. Maybe. Yeah, there's there's some you know Kata uh, Central America representation. We're also seeing some some cool um, South American representation. Rocket, Blassie, Riken, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Riken have been kind of, or Riken at the very least has been kind of hanging around SoCal. He keeps ending up with these pretty tough brackets, right? Yeah, I mean that's. We talked about how mainstays are a tough bracket. Also, any local in SoCal, right. which is funny because that statement can be said for 15 years. <laughs> right, that's true. But like West Ball is getting drowned out of top eight by Ringler. By Ringler, yeah. 
Yeah, it. That's where you are now. SoCal truly is always able to reinvent uh, what, like, who their bracket monsters are. Yeah, it's it's also weird because I think if Wally went to SoCal, he would just win. I think if Wally went to this, he'd just win. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Wally's got to come to this and win. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm bullish on H God this tournament. I really am. You know, I was talking to Gimmer about this. Uh, name drop. Name drop. <laughs> the <laughs> one of the least cool name drops I've done. No, no offense to Gimmer, <laughs> but one of the, one of the least cool ones I've done uh, this entire show. Uh, like the entire waiting for game. This is not a roast. It's uh. It's about to be. Usually, I'll throw in a really spicy one. Okay. Um. But so I was talking to Gamer about it, uh, and uh, it's just like the idea of Hbox winning a tournament now is somewhat cool. Right? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of awesome again. It's not awesome. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. But well, like, like old old Hbox was murdering the game. New Hbox is toasted. Yeah, it it is. Like I can say this right now because he hasn't won recently. That it'd yeah. be fun to see him win, and then if he wins as the you know an underdog, I'd probably still be there fuming. But until then, yeah. What he what he uh, uh, represents in bracket as like this kind of uh, perpetual wild card, and you throw him into summit summit where we talk about how this bracket might not be like set to have as much demons. If he gets to summit, and if you know the the group of players who kind of expected to get to summit get to summit, that's scary for him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's really hoping for some easier like he's hoping axe makes it a summit which is not necessarily easy but he he doesn't really want wizard there but he wants because wizard might not make it right there's it's also that element to it if hbox doesn't make summit at this he's still going to summit right he's proven that right yeah axe will go to summit fiction probably has to win this because he's not going to campaign no ginger probably it's hard to say right i mean you know ginger might campaign and not make it past voting just from lack of you know it's it's a it's a whole rigmarole yeah, he i mean ginger ginger thing. i believe has made it to summit so i don't want to get too yeah. far okay, no no what? no yeah and he's been voted into somebody's made it to summit it's yeah i mean it's it's one of those things where if any of those players doesn't make it to summit they still probably go to summit if it's not wizard <laughs> yeah true not, i don't know a knock against his fan base it's just the particularities of it actually SVAP probably just like doesn't go I think there's a few people who, I mean, honestly, in the post-Yingling Summit era, it's hard to predict anyone. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we kind of got a little off topic on H-God because yeah, I feel like it's impossible not to. Uh, anyway, I do want to H- just mention, I feel yeah. like it's very fun. It's a good bit to not mention IBW. But I got... Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he looks good. I mean, he's got great head-to-heads against basically everyone here right he's he's up on hbox he's up huge on sbat relatively you can see sbat playing hot and take and getting two sets or yeah something. yeah very possible but he's definitely the person to beat here um Wizards how he's scary but i mean you know he's still favored still kind yeah. of junked him last set didn't he did you get to see the set that hbox and cody played at smash world tour i did but they're all melding together i don't remember it being really all that close no it was not it was it's like pretty bad at the end right it was very quick at times uh like, like that, Xbox was like the first two games it was good and then like he clutched i think a game on dreamland is that right yeah and then you have to play got, fd yeah he just got rolled on fd and, and then he got Cody, rolled on the next stage right 
Cody beat on him Fallon. on FD in like 90 seconds or something. It, was, it does like feel two... like HBox is, at times, it's it's almost like resign-worthy when he ends up there. And the thing is, if you're Puff, yeah, I'm not sure if you have the luxury of of just resigning to uh, yeah, to just losing on a stage. I'm not sure if the stages versus Fox work out in the sense where you are able to say, okay, well, I'm going to lose this one. You know, there are a lot of characters that have a lot of winning matches on stages who can just say, okay, yeah. I'm losing this one. I don't think Puff is one of them. Uh, I don't want to comment on what I think he should do or what I think he's thinking, but he should go Ness is what you're going to say. <laughs> no, I was just, you know, like, I just think he should just terrorize everyone who, I don't know. I mean, the, the, nobody is as good at terrorizing you for going to FD as like Outlaw. True. And I'm not talking like Mewtwo King where please do not do this unless, you know, you're really feeling it. It's or, or Zane, you know, but I'm saying, you know, Aklo will, will terrorize you for trying to pick FD, right? Um, like, oh, so you're going to chain grab me? No, I'm going to literally throw bombs at you for seven minutes. Did you, you did you see what happened when Aklo took a game versus Zane? Do you know what happened next? Do you know where they went? They went to not FD, I think. They went to Battlefield. They went to Battlefield. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm not about to call. Boozled. I'm not about to call anyone a coward, but I'm not going there. I'm not going there. But if someone were to say that not wanting to play Link as the de facto second, first best player, whatever you want to call them, yeah. first best, second best, if someone were to do that in a game, that might be cowardly. But I would never call anyone a coward for doing that, especially Zane, who I think is. Uh, wonderful player well, Zane's, Zane's also, not going here Zane's also very cognizant of like not letting people catch rhythm if you remember Zane SFAD where SFAD's like do you want to start FD or something like that <laughs> and Zane said no because you want to do it yeah no you, I'm not you're not doing that and I'm fine on any other stage I don't you know I'm not knocking him for that yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very <sighs> it's a very Zane sort of thing to be like no we're not even going to do the thing you want to do I got I got to talk to none uh, a lot at smash world tour and he had, had some a great time at smash world tour i talked to people and as you can see from nun's twitter there were some bars well there was one particular bar yeah. that was went to a few times and uh at 4 a.m yeah i mean it kind of it's their fault that they didn't kick us out that's <laughs> they're supposed to close it too and it's uh it's true like we're not expected to take ourselves at it too <laughs> where am i gonna go <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like I don't have the the self control to t at two a.m. to be like, well, you're supposed to be closed, so even though you're still giving people alcohol for money, I, I, I will I've leave. Demonstrated, I'm not <laughs> making good decisions, so really not. But, so you were talking to none, and it was before four a.m., which you know gives some insight into maybe uh, how he was thinking. Yeah, he, he's got some very interesting ideas on on what counter picks represented how to play them uh he's kind of got the idea of like just go to the worst one just like do that you because you don't want to be in a situation where you have to play on your worst counter pick game five or something um that's kind of true like, you know frozen non-frozen stadium was kind of a thing that people were talking about at smash world tour and some people weren't really that excited some people were <laughs> but uh none was like you know what this is good just go to stadium you don't want to be caught on the rock game five. Just do it. <laughs> like, do it early. <laughs> Which so purpose, I... <laughs> purposely counterpick yourself or purposely... I don't understand how you make this happen. Do you strike there? Well, I guess, like... Well, you can't strike to... to uh, well, you Pokemon. can't strike to not transforming, you know. Yeah. 
But like, you know, you could strike to FD when that's neutral, right? And just be like, whatever, it's the first game. I don't care. I'm warming up. Yeah, I, I think that's like, you know, does it work? Who I knows? Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it works, but it's an interesting proposition. If you're not, it works, maybe, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Where where are we on our list of topics and things to do? I think we're uh, nearing the end of it. You know, we, we mm. got some good conversation in on the same circuit. We, we got to talk about main stage. Um, I don't think that we have any official uh, call as to who's going to win. I think I think yeah. Cody's going to win. Uh, it's one of those things where uh, it used to be uncool to say HBox is going to win, and now mm-hmm. we're kind of getting to the point where it's at cool a turn like this, yeah, it's just like it's cool, but I'm not sure if I want to be the one who who's going to do it. So I'm not going to do it. I don't know. I just you know I think S Fat and Condorin. I don't know. It's um HBox S Fat could be really interesting, or it could be like a lot of other things that we've seen recently. It's just S Fat's level lately has been nuts. If you haven't seen Smash World Tour, you need to watch those sets. They're just like, which you have. I'm not telling you. I'm saying the you know the more secondary. No. They're very good. You seem to be questioning yourself a little bit on on who could win, and I think that's very understandable considering, you well, know, I, just I how just, like, don't want to say Cody, but it it is Cody. It's definitely. Well, I mean, Cody for a lot yeah. of reasons, right? <laughs> Cody's goes, Cody's very good. He's a very solid one seed here. There are matchups that don't give him a particularly large amount of trouble in his path, with the exception of perhaps Wizrobe or maybe Axe if he sees Axe. The last thing I want to say on on this is uh, I messaged Cody. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, are you still going to main stage? He's like, yeah, for sure. And I thought it was cool to say to him. I was like, okay, cool. I heard some people say HBox is going to win. And I was just was like, the only way that I could consider that <laughs> possibility is if you were dropping. I can't like, tell players like that. I can't. Oh, I'll jinx I should probably not have said that. What did uh, he say? Was it chill? He's a don't. He said, "Don't tell me that." <laughs> That's and then I said, and then uh, I just said, "Well, don't think about it." <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I probably could should have just not said it. But people, multiple people, did say that it was like looks like a good bracket for HBox. And then it happened so much that I was like, okay. "Are you guys not seeing this?" Yeah, <laughs> is he dropping? Right? Did I not hear this news? It's one of those things where you're like, "Wow, you know, he doesn't have any." 16 when in reality he was 90 95 percent to win that even if it was tough and not accounting for like the 10 to 15 percent chance he has to beat ibdw yeah let alone twice right and so we kind of we anchor onto the wrong thing right it but, is it is just very funny you know <laughs> like that's the only way that i can see that possible i think it's uh absurdly unlikely for hbox not to be in summit just looking at this bracket I think you very well do it, but yeah, I mean uh, that that might kind of be the end of it for uh, for main stage. So I'm happy you finally saying the obvious thing there, which I've been trying not to say. It's never fun to say the obvious thing, and then you kind of just got to do it. The first seed's favorite. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, the first seed's probably gonna win. Guess oh. what? <laughs> this is an ultimate. Well, I mean ultimate MKLeo plays. So. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to be seeing a really cool tournament. And, uh, you know, Chroma, you've been around here long enough to know how this whole thing works, how this little hunk of junk runs. So you know that uh, we have patrons who ask questions and, and you yourself, you know, know a big a big green name. That's right. I believe you got to uh, to feast your eyes on some of these questions. I, you know, I saw some of them and then out of uh, out of respect for the game, I decided to stop reading them. Also, I was pretty busy today. 
and that didn't gotcha. work very much. So uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, give your give the patrons best shots to me? Um. Well, so there's one that I wouldn't ask anyone, but it seems kind of up your alley. Yeah, you do you know the Do you know the two knocks question? Let me see the two knocks question. Let me find it because I can I can read it. Is this in the? I'm gonna send it. Uh, to you. Yeah, if you if you send it to me, I will read it and then choose to maybe answer off the air. Now, generally, oh, that's, a that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Knox which, doesn't get his questions asked because yeah, um, obvious reasons. Which which incident would you cancel Edwin <laughs> Budding for? Oh man, we talked about so many good right wing right wing Edwins. Uh, okay, absolutely know the answer to this one. It would be um, you know, as someone who's retired from the game, I understand that it's a little bit gauche to pass judgment from outside the ring right you know i'm not there i'm not competing and you know maybe i should try and get back in there just for the sake of if i'm going to keep like making content in some sense and engaging with the scene i really need to you know get the taste of that every so often so maybe i shouldn't uh, criticize edwin for this cowardice but i really thought it was in very bad taste that edwin would not play ambassador's wobble bowser yes yeah that is that's uh... not right it, it's something that, you know, I, I hate to, to even... The gauntlet was thrown down, and he wouldn't he wouldn't debate Ambi in the public <laughs> in, arena. In the marketplace of free ideas. In the, in the marketplace of free wobbling for Bowser. <laughs> right, so so just to, just to clarify here, Wobble Bowser is... It's the side B which is, is modded to uh, just be an infinite. Uh, Nobbling, I believe, is the the technical term for it. And, uh, you know, there might have been some games that they played Nobbling Bowser, uh, but never versus what Ambi truly wanted, which was Edwin's main, Marth. <laughs> there was, there was the never... Full, there's no option select of the secondary. This is just full sort of, you know. And, you know... I hate to compare ourselves to the greats, but it's times like these where you have to ask yourself, would Ludwig turn down the opportunity to play if if confronted with Nobbling Bowser? Mm-hmm. Would he turn it down? And it's just like, you know, I don't want to drag down Edwin Budding, but true champion Ludwig would do it. We all love content. Everyone talks a big game about loving content until yeah. you get challenged by Nobbling Bowser and then suddenly you got other stuff to do. I love Wobble Bowser. I love the idea of the thought experiment of like, are we okay with wobbling if Fox could do it? Are we okay with wobbling if Bowser could do it? You know, does that really impact our view on it? Mm, um, I hate what that the meta, thought experiment. Yeah, of what the creaking ship of the, the current competitive metagame can handle, you know, for us without us having to pass judgment on it. It always so, just felt like uh, stuff you'd say at like 4 a.m. when you're I being all you philo- philosophical. I mean, like, we could have Falco Kirby. That could be a thing we can have. There we should have, have that. We should have like 50 characters you can pick. This reminds me of that moment from, God, I forget what tournament it was. This was when HBox was in everything, so you couldn't remember what it was. But right. he was talking to Scar, and he's getting interviewed by Scar. And he's like, honestly, we should have, you know, more stages. He's right. And, uh, <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, you know, he's like, they should, they should mod in more stages or something. And then... Scar's like, mm-hmm, he's like, and they should, they should like mod in more costumes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like five new characters. He's like, whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> Scar part of the Falcon block, which took away all those stages. <laughs> so that it just, you know, probably God. good, but 
the idea of hbox just winning a tournament and then just like riffing and just being like maybe we should have wario in this game hey my first tournament a guy was like you know it'd be cool if like Sheik could charge bob ombs instead of needles uh, I mean, yeah. Them and they do, and I said, "You well, they would they do less damage?" And they're like, "No, they do full damage, full knockback." And you know who that person <laughs> was? Is it someone who uh, possibly might be on the top one hundred all time? Yeah, like think top five. <laughs> yeah, so it's you know uh, the spirit is in them. So good question. Uh, thank you to Knox for that, and uh, also thank you to Two Knox's FBI handler. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that is, you know, we, we do love our patrons, but we, we kind of um, underestimate the another person who's in the patron channel, which is the uh, the FBI handler who's yeah. sending all this information over. We like to have a lot of laughs in the studio. We love to laugh. All right, next question. Can't ask that. Two nice questions. Which one? You will see it afterwards. Will you Will you post it? Oh, I'm kind of having trouble. You are, kind of, <laughs> you are kind of a lightning rod for for some problematic topics. Um, yeah. Was there were were there any fitness ones? Is it like who could? Did we do we finally discuss? Oh, who is okay? I'm I, just gonna no, answer, I can't, I'll answer yeah. that for Tox, <clears throat> the the highest rated player who has not done that. That would be Captain Face Roll. And uh, all the other ones, there wasn't malice, and uh, we'll we'll keep going. We won't divulge that further uh yeah we kind of got disrupted in the in the patron channel while we were asking questions because we started talking about the individual color roles of this server oh yeah 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 because everyone wants a more cerulean blue but they're not getting it so i don't know what to tell them no they like the blue they can't have it they like the blue folks love the blue everyone tells me they love the blue um lots of people say they love the blue but um here's a fun one here's uh here's a pretty open-ended one so you know Mm -hmm. feel free to to Talk about how much you know, talk how much or how much or how little as you'd like, mm-hmm. as much or as little. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Gamble asks, "What's a fun or interesting story about San Diego Melee?" <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I think one that Johnny Gamble would appreciate was just uh, Pass House Three, the one that we ran. Right, I want to just emphasize how that would not have been a possible tournament without the massive amount of grassroots supports that like, almost every SD Melee head had. They were all pulling TVs. They're all, they're all running pools. They're all just doing insane, weird favors. The only way that happens is with the amount of people that just helped. And so we had somebody left over after the tournament, and we then just roll up about like 50 to 70 deep. I want to say maybe not that many, but it seemed like that. And you know, we show up at about like 11:30 p.m. to just a Vardis, and we absolutely just ruined the place. <laughs> we, we spent a good amount of money, but I don't think it was enough to just justify how badly we mobbed this Bayardus. And, and you know, there are there are a lot of funnier stories and probably more interesting stories. But I really just, you know, just an appreciation of just everyone that I met there over the years, just coming together and doing all of the weird and inane shit you have to do to run a tournament. It's very fun to have a night that leads to you immediately knowing that you should not be back in that establishment. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can't ever go back. Um, <laughs> in a similar story, I think a bunch of us got drunk and saw pirates of the Caribbean eight or something like that. And, you know, we had discovered that you could bring liquor. They would sell you liquor at tournaments or not at tournaments at, in the, um, 
sorry, at the at the movie theater, and we're all just like yelling at the screen and just ruining it for everyone. And there's this couple in front of us who is seemingly pretty excited, I now realize, just playing it back in my non-drunk mind. They're pretty excited to see Pirates of the Caribbean 5 or whatever whatever it is. And there's a scene at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean 15 where they're implying that Davy Jones is coming back to like <laughs> hunt Will Turner and also Elizabeth Swan, right? And it's scary and it's spooky. And I just like, we just yell. We just, we just go nuts at the screen. And this guy turns around to us and just goes, shh. We're trying to watch the movie. And the movie ends. Five seconds later. And I and I just have to appreciate that he keeps holding it the whole time. Um and we were probably being pretty awful. Um, you know, because it was it was a, a a tenuous movie at, at its best points, I will say. And we promised him, and I remember we said, you know. We're gonna be quiet for the rest of the movie. <laughs> that was not it. That was bad. So uplifting story, bad story. You know, yin and yang. It's all about balance here. It really isn't is it? all about balance. Um, well, you know, other than the questions that we're not gonna ask you, <laughs> uh, it seems like we're kind of running a little low on questions. Uh, this is kind of a a fun week for people in regards to. You know, lots of discussion about uh, what colored names in this Discord server are best and uh, how some people in this Discord server or this call on this podcast episode are in the house of a famous streamer this I week. I want to hear about that. Yeah, where are you? Me? Where oh, you, you? you noticed that uh, I'm in a different room than I normally am? Uh as you may be able to tell, I'm not in my normal room. I am in a wonderful, sunny California uh, in an undisclosed location, which uh, I, I believe that if Aiden got his way, I would have been like dropped off on the side of the road and had like a, a bag put on my head. But unfortunately, he did have to give me a wait, <laughs> new wait, address wait, no, no, to no, put no. in you the had Uber. access to a lot from what we understood of the pre-call prep. So why don't you, why don't you, do you want me to tell it or do you want to tell the the process of you logging into your twitch to do this to change the sure time. so i am at uh i'm staying today with uh with some smashers that you might know you know ludwig slime aiden i don't know why i mentioned ludwig the person who i don't really know <laughs> <laughs> lead with lead with the biggest the, our uh, our group it goes aiming and gaming he, he's at the top i love aiden i love slime aim and i can, probably uh, slime and then nick and then lud dislike lud it's just like we love amen right it's yeah it's one of those things where it's if you just look at lud in relation to aiden you think that we dislike lud it's not the case um uh, in fact i felt the need to drunkenly um talk about how he understands set design <laughs> uh at the at the very famous laurel maryland bar everyone was he, no one was saying anything bad about him but i was like he look at the way he sets up what's going on, what the camera sees, oh, his for stream lunch, rooms. For stream, yeah, it's true. He's I, he's got a real mise on side. I don't know. I'm just saying stuff. I um, I don't watch his streams, but yes, there he does very. I apparently love that he did that. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we all appreciate Lud here. It's just the, the pure love of Aiden uh, reverberates through. But but yeah, I'm I'm here at the uh, at the Aiden house, and I am putting a little. Uh, 
a little white box into <laughs> the isolation chamber. I'm in the isolation chamber. I'm in the you know fifth best streaming room in the house, uh, which means that's pretty high, honestly. Better equipment. Oh, it's the eighth best. Then you know better equipment than I will have in my house ever. Um, Actually, and I'm looking. Fifth is still really high there. Twentieth. I don't know because <laughs> it's, it's like it's it's lud. And I don't know if Lud has a second one. There is slimes. There's cuties, right? Yeah. Right, Aiden, when he needs to do his, uh, yeah. His... There's the yard podcast, which is true. Yeah. No, yeah. Like fifth would Not still be stream, really good. But... That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's it's fine. It's it's fifteenth. All right. Um. Uh, so I'm on the fifteenth best uh, stream setup here, which of course has two monitors and a very nice mic. <laughs> um. And I, I'm going to log into Twitch so we can can fix the information you know go live with with this episode and uh i go to sign in and someone's already signed in on this uh on this computer um and it's the big question right you are it, it it's like the the you find a hundred dollars on the street and do you take it but instead of that it's you find <laughs> you find a thousand dollars and it's easily traced to you uh so much so <laughs> that <laughs> If you even pick up a thousand dollars, the FBI knows that you took it. Uh, and when I when I it's hit the, it's almost like you would be broadcasting it to a group of people that you had done it, right? It's almost like you. It's impossible to to act like you didn't do it uh, because when I logged into when I clicked on Twitch and, and was brought to the uh, web page, someone by the name of Connor Eats Pants <laughs> was logged in, <laughs> and oh. Oh boy, the they got a couple uh, followers. What's uh, what's that account like? I think there's a few followers. I yeah, think me, there's a few Google, subs. Let me Google this guy. I've, I've, I haven't heard of him because I'm a bit of a boomer. So let me take a look. <laughs> what was it? Connor Pants eats eats pants eats pants. All right, not much coming up. All right, there's an account. Oh, it's got a ch- eight nine hundred thousand followers on on Twitter. All right, it's not a million. But, it's not uh, a mil. Lots at a mil now. I do think that if we were to go live with Waiting for Game episode 25 featuring Chroma, um, I, I do think that some people would know. Oh, he does he like melee? We could get away with it. They yeah, might notice. Could... He's got a couple. Let me let me see. You know, it's they like... had those. Connor eats pants. You know, I had a, I have a friend who. Um, hmm. Can this, he get in trouble for this? I have a friend who he did teach for America. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he started to teach at a, a place in Louisiana and he was teaching there for coming on two years. And they found out that he actually did not have a teaching degree, uh, <laughs> he probably... but you're kind of in a mutually obscure destruction scenario there because it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do? Fire me. Then everyone will know that you hired me and let me teach for two years without a degree. I so it's kind of one of those do, things. I think they'll do it though. I think they'll fire you. Uh, maybe not in rural Louisiana. He kept his job. But uh, it might be one of those things where, what are you going to let everyone know, Connor, that you just log into every account and you never log out? <laughs> Let's try to spin this one. Just like... I don't think it's that embarrassing for him. I think we're just screwed. Oh, I do have a Pat's House 3 story. Sure. So um, I remember, like, because we, we need the setups down from L.A. We need to get the Wii's, and we need to have someone physically just drag them from L.A. And maybe they're in another spot, so someone has to, like, go drag them, bring them to my house. Mm-hmm. you know my apartment in san diego and so you know in comes this smasher and you know he's driven something like five 
five or six, yeah, pretty young, like five or six months, or I'm sorry, five or six hours, like total drive. Um, you know, parks in my parks in my apartment instantly just starts bringing them in, right? And you know, we're we're talking a little bit, and I look at the back of his head, and it looks like someone has scalped him. And it turns out that he was trying to save money on a haircut, so he took some trimmers and just <laughs> the back, right? So I have to, you know, I have to take him this poor soul, and I gotta, you know, so I take him downtown. You know, we get some Cuban food, and we get him, you know, a haircut. And you know, he seems like a good kid, right? And so, you know, we let him commentate a little bit, right? And, you know, he's pretty funny, and um, you know, and eventually, I was gonna tell a joke or two. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's a good guy. I I don't know what happened to him, but um, you know, I hope he's doing well. I hope he I hope he's doing okay. It's impossible to truly tell who that is, but uh, right, small small world though, right? Yeah, on a related note, I was hearing some noise today from some from some streams. Some guy was yelling. Some guy was uh, some say I heard someone say the boys. plan is simple. There is an open seat for the U.S. Senate. Uh. Why stop at the U.S.? He's going to be on the U.N. Is that better? That doesn't sound know. better. <laughs> it does not sound <laughs> it better, actually. much worse. <laughs> sounds strictly worse. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, it's funny how that works, right? Why stop at a Michelin star restaurant when there's a Popeye's right next door? That's what I'm saying. And actually, <laughs> that, that one I might not. There, there would definitely be some uh, thought that would have to go into that for me. Depending, yeah. Um, were we supposed to? Were we supposed to answer the teaser question, or is Edwin just messing with me? Uh, is about how much you can deadlift? How if I can lift more than no flexes? I think the answer is no. I actually think the answer is no. Like I'm gonna guess he benches more than me because my bench is terrible. My bench is my bench is 200, and that's that's not great. I can squat 315. I might have him there, and. I have been informed that he's hit 375 on deadlift, as you can see me doing in the picture. I have straps, so does it count? I don't really, you know, I don't know. But I got to say, um, you know, altogether, I think it was a pretty good day. I might have lost. But, yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I, was, I was trying pretty hard, and that was an opponent that defeated me, so I feel we should look out for them in the future. I think they're playing well, and I look forward to seeing them on the big stage. This is truly one of the uh, the arms race, one of the best arms race to look out for in the melee scene. Is uh, is this? Nope. It's no fluxes versus you. Uh, also on a similar level is no fluxes versus Kage and <laughs> uh, no fluxes. Actually, no fluxes versus a lot of people. Someone someone said it very well, which was these are the two kids uh, using Naruto jutsus on each other in the middle school parking lot. <laughs> um, is how I think about how Ganons talk to each other. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's really great that they all found someone just like them, and they hate each other. <laughs> it actually rules so much. Like, look at Peach players. Yeah. And, like, the Peach players will, like, they love each other so much. They will yes and each other, or I guess the Peach equivalent so true bestie each other. Yes. Nonstop, and I think that's beautiful. And now they are the nerdy kids blaming buttons and yelling at commentators about that I didn't notice that they blamed the buttons in this specific order. I think that's how, awesome. How did, you not, how did you not notice it was a hyperfloat yeah, right there? It was a hyperfloat. Here, come on. Yeah, very fun to see the kinship that some uh, some mains have, and then the the, the raw hatred of. Yeah. Of can you Ganons. imagine a Ganon making a cookbook for all the other Ganons? 
I think I still can. They've got a weird sort of like like Trail keeps the peace, and they all have a weird sort of regarding of each other's aura that I find deeply disturbing. It is, yeah. It's 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 like spinning plates, right? How? I don't know. I yeah. there's there's some diplomacy that's going on there. There's a lot going on. Look, I mean. that's that's all i've got really well we talk about stuff that's going on you know we talk a lot about melee um not that much you but but that's because you're kind of off the grid um so this is pretty much a perfect segment you know a segment that the fans do like the fact that it could be called touching grass uh edwin does not so Mm -hmm. it is an as of yet unnamed segment uh but people kind of only really hear what we have to say about melee. So this is a perfect opportunity to talk about something that's been going on in our lives. That is not melee related. Do you want to talk about anything that's going on in your lives? You know, recently, maybe something fun that you've been interested in. There's work, which I'm not going to talk about. That's not happening. Uh, My cat is growing more powerful and um, by the day. Um, I'm excited by her power and her strength. She is very scary. And, yesterday she murdered a fly out of the air and then just stared at me and i really enjoyed that that's a good time uh i'm going to new york like i I haven't been really anywhere in a while so that would be pretty fun that's fun that'd be good it's the girlfriend's birthday so we're gonna you know see a bunch of broadway shows i don't know what they are just you know second acting (laughs) just just uh pop in to see the ending of everything pretty much yeah um Let's see what else is going on in my life. I don't know. It's just like just hanging out, you know, getting weirdly into fitness because like what else are you going to do, right? Uh, Starting to run again, which is neat. Oh, I successfully uh, did not run the New York City Marathon last weekend. That's fun. I was very proud about that. (laughs) I know you have completed a marathon before. Was it the New York City one? Yeah, it was the New York City one. I actually got hurt about like 19 miles in. And then I just death limped the last like seven miles and it was just miserable. And I want vengeance pretty bad, but I also don't like running marathons that much. So it's a, it's a real mix, you know? Uh, so I'm very proud of myself for not running it this year. Could I, okay. So I see you, you don't want to play a marathon, play a marathon. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I, I see you don't want to uh, run a marathon. Could I offer you a 5k? Yeah. All right. I'm down. Could I offer you the, this is the mountain 5k. Oh Jesus! Is this the Alaska one? The yeah, Alaska um, one. Yeah, if you if you like watching videos, uh, look up Ali Ostrander's uh, Mount Marathon 5K run, where she is, she's like, "Hey guys, this is a race that I run, and you know, now I'm gonna basically run up a mile up a mountain, and then I'm gonna fall down it, and this is pretty hard, but I won." <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Runners. Yeah. Are... We... We got to talk about that. I, I found out about that uh, that 5K, and you were able to show me that video. It's uh, yeah. Do you watch? Do you watch what she said? It was wild. I watched it. It was. It looked horrible. <laughs> it looked so bad. There's a part where you can't see any of the runners because the flies, like 1,500 meters up, are miserable and swarming the runners in Alaska. So it's also like you have less air. Yeah. So that's the next melee stats venture, I think, because we're all gonna run that mountain 5K. Oh, yeah. Other running shout out. Um, Molly Seidel, uh, bronze medalist in the Olympic marathon. Very rare for U.S. women. Ran a personal best at um, the New York City Marathon. Rumor is she broke two ribs beforehand. Oh, God. And at the end, you see there's a shot of her screaming in celebration while another woman is throwing up. 
visibly right behind her. There's it's a marathon spirit. There's something wrong with these people. This is Once terrible. you start finding something wrong with people, then what's right with people, right? I know. What we about, just spent what uh, we just spent like two hours talking about who's going to win a melee tournament. <laughs> it's going to be. Are you winning, son? <laughs> What about me? Uh, I mean, I can't say I am in LA currently. Well, the greater LA area in an undisclosed location. Uh, (laughs) It's actually like a huge deal that you do not leak this. Yeah, no, I was joking that I'm going to sell this information, but uh, I'm pretty sure (laughs) that I'm going to be tailed. It's like a dark concept, right? Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I I think like I'm already... (laughs) Like I got like chipped or something, and if I ever uh, leak this information, it's just going to self destruct. But uh, but no, I'm, I'm hanging out uh, in LA currently. I am here for Smash, so that's not really, you know, that's not the touching grass or you know, not touching grass, or whatever this is called. That's not in the spirit of that. Um, something that I have been into. I I didn't want to use this as my thing mm-hmm. for this week, uh, but a few weeks ago, maybe two months ago or so, I used White Lotus. I was like, I've been watching White Lotus, and I'm going to uh, to use another white, rich HBO show. Uh, and I've been watching a lot of Succession. And oh, I'm, I loved, I loved episode four. That was well, okay, I am on season one. So you're on season one. Okay, now, honestly, uh, good choice. Very funny show. It's funny. It is funny, and it's I didn't know. I didn't really know what to do going into it. It's there aren't really, there are jokes. There are some jokes, but more so, it is very funny to see the characters interact with each other. I think every character is written very, very well, mm-hmm. uh, and just like seeing these characters who are like very fleshed out, having all these different interactions with other characters, I think is really amazing. That's one of the things that I like most in media. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna use a really weird example. It's like everyone calls Charlie Brown Charlie, except for Peppermint Patty, who calls him Chuck. And that's how it is in like life. And that's just something that's like fiction doesn't get right is that like they will have a character and they'll just have everyone treat them the same. And it's like, right. no, it's like we all have different personalities. We all like feel different levels of comfort and, and ease around people. Uh, and we are all different like entities towards different people. And I think that succession is really fun in pairing characters up and, and just like, you know, it's, funny to see their interactions even if they aren't like jokes that would work on like a late night comedy show right <laughs> they're not stand-up routines um but i think that's really good and in addition to that uh it is also very well-written drama <laughs> i yeah it's a it's a great <laughs> kind of like the selling point of it you got to tell me when you uh, when the when the phrase bore on the floor means something to you okay i will i will you let gotta, you know you gotta watch out for bore on the floor have you met also have you met greg's grandfather Yes. Yes. Okay. I need you to. I need you to know, and this is a spoiler. And people didn't pay attention to this as much as they should. In a recent episode, Greg and his grandfather are talking, and you know, Greg's grandfather, um, James Cromwell, is that right? James Cromwell. Yeah, that's what I want to think. Farmer Hog. It's James Cromwell because I was, I was trying to think of his name, and, and that's what I came up with. And then I've been like. I was like, shit, is that James Carvel? <laughs> but it's not. So <laughs> uh, raging Cajun. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because James Cromwell was so tall that I finally realized like how tall Greg is. Yes, because yes. Because he, that... was, he was standing over James Cromwell, who was like 6'5". 
I yeah, that happened in an episode I was watching. Uh, I think one of the first season episodes. It's Thanksgiving, and they walk in, and Greg is taller than James Cromwell, who's yeah, like six five, six six. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that guy is a a, a monster. Yeah, he's <laughs> he is he's great. Uh, he's a lot he's of fun. At- He's as tall as Dennis Rodman. <laughs> it's true. He 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 should have hooped instead of going. He's as tall center. as Studebaker Hawk. <laughs> That's actually also he might be Stude size. He might not be. Well, Stude height. Stude, stude size. Height. <laughs> I mean Stude six eight. I mean it's funny. He um he was in my car at Riptide and I drive my girlfriend around and she's like way back because <laughs> the seats have been moved so far. She's like, what happened here? Um, no, I was going to say a lot of people didn't notice um, in a recent episode, Greg's grandfather who played, you know, Farmer Hogg from Babe, if I'm getting the character in it, he says to Greg, that'll do. <laughs> and it's just you're like, that'll do. And we lost it. We That's a show that we enjoy very much. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm excited to be able to talk to you about this. And uh, yeah, this, I think this was this was fun. I, I'm going to. Let's try to cut it here before, you know, we get too deep into the succession cast, but maybe that's our next venture after we all run that mountain 5k. We just hear Edwin talk about capitalism and succession. He talks about how much he hates it. And then suddenly when the melee stats checks come in, (laughs) Hey, we, Edwin makes a a dollar. Wheat makes a dime. (laughs) That's why we put off the podcast. Go watch the Sixers one time. Um, what was I? What was I gonna say? Yeah, no. The the two competing philosophies of socialism is when Edwin Nohouse and Don't Pocket Watch <laughs> will have a great debate one time. Uh, it'll be really great. Um, and this was really great. I had a really fun time talking to you. I know that uh, this was, you know, we we are bi-coastal. <laughs> We're true. not not usually, but uh, but this time we are. So I appreciate you, you know, coming on to to make this work. Usually what happens before we go is we plug, but I am not sure if you have anything to plug. Oh, um, that's a good question. Watch main stage. Obviously, I think that will be a lot of fun. And um, I guess when the next meme pick shows up for Summit, <laughs> as long as they are not awful people, I think, you know, let's all try and be cool. Let's try and be supportive out there. Let's play. A, let's play a clean four quarters. Um, other than that, what else do I have to plug? Um, I could do the Jack thing where I just like say, oh yeah, a special treat for Jack if he's listening this far. I've actually started to read, uh, Henry George's Progress in Poverty. How's that going for you? Man's kind of spitting. (laughs) Uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, obviously a little bit, you know, out of date in terms of some stuff. So yeah, I don't know. Georgism. There you go, Jack. You're good well, for like five years now. Yeah, this is good. We uh, Now we never have to have Jack Zilla on because we kind of <laughs> check that off. So uh, I appreciate you doing that for us. <laughs> <laughs> Any time. Made our job easier. Any plugs for you? Uh, well, yeah, you know, so if you liked what you're watching right here, you can uh, watch live. We're going to try to do these episodes weekly. It's on twitch.tv slash Melee Stats. Um, you know, if you want to catch the episodes as they go on to YouTube, you can do so at the, the Melee Stats archive on YouTube. Also on YouTube is where we're going to have the Melee Stats channel. That's going to be our videos. That is going to be um, kind of the main content that we're, we put out. And uh, I want to pat myself on the back a tiny bit and pat Ambi and Edward on the back a lot. Uh, the game Nintendo Wishes It Never Made 
Yeah. Whoever came up with that name, very good name. Uh, the game Nintendo Some wishes it never made uh, recently hit 100K, Woo! which is amazing. I think that's our fifth video to hit over 100K views. Uh, and uh, for this to do so in about two and a half weeks, uh, under two and a half weeks, also wild reading some of the like you know obviously the comments were very positive which i think is good and i think we should focus more on but the yes. negative comments i was expecting like you know if there were i was expecting maybe people who did not agree with our interpretation of what we were doing with nintendo's work debatably but it was really more that like we mentioned covid existing and people were yeah. very very mad about that so generally as youtubers um i, I think we kind of have the hard line that like if you bring up something weird and like bad, it doesn't have to exist on in the comment section. You have the ability to delete something. And I've, I've heard YouTubers talk about this. Jay Kenji Lopez all has talked about like, yeah, there's like slurs in there. Like you don't just like have to delete like, it. Yeah, <laughs> There's no reason to keep it. Um, so I think the idea of not focusing on the negative stuff, that's a really great one. But what we're seeing, you're right. It's not negative. It's well, it's not, it's not really about what we're, what we talked about at all. Even. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who watched maybe an entire video about how Nintendo wronged a game. How much, I want to see time their time engagement again. specifically. I want to see where they were watching. They yeah. were like, you really had me until you mentioned that COVID killed people. Then... I, th I thought this was just going to be a fun video about how this big capitalist you know, uh, company destroyed this game. Yeah, I thought we were going to have a good time. I thought I was going to learn about a secret Nintendo game <laughs> that they had never made. Yeah, um, so that was that was something that I would not have bet at. I would have bet that it was going to be the usual, like very pro Nintendo sentiment. Yeah, kind of which yeah, that, some know. of, but not as much as we expected. Which is fine. Like I'm, we weren't trying to bait anyone. I don't think. I think we were no. just trying to put together, you know. But yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to watch the video that uh, gets so much talk, <laughs> the one that generates so much talk, uh, you can get in on the conversation. You can watch that melee stats on YouTube. Um, Twitter, twitter.com slash melee stats pod. That's where we're going to be posting links to this type of stuff. We're going to be posting daily reporting. So if you want to see what's going on at the local scene, we have that for you there. On Twitter, we're also going to be posting links to articles that we put on melee stats.co. So you can go over there, catch up on uh, Monday morning, Marth, and when's melee on Fridays to see what streams there's going to be for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And if you love what we do and just want to support us, patreon.com slash melee stats. And uh, you can get that beautiful blue color roll that we've been talking about so much. Yeah, we've got the pay, you know, we've got the pay, uh, sorry, the Discord, where, um, you know, we talk about just various weird minutiae that happen in the Melee scene. And uh, we also are tweeting out results. And just to clarify a little bit, uh, if we say, you know, someone won a tournament beating someone and so on and so on, they actually beat those players. Because a lot of people think that we're leaving them out on purpose, but they just happen not to lose to the winner. Yeah. That's very fun. Very but fun. It, everyone everyone has an opinion on that. And then uh, it kind of rules. It means they care. It's good engagement. That's how you look at that, right? Speaking of which, um, I am not excited for the, the top 10 day of the all time top 100. Have you seen? It's just a because I, I took a look at, at Smash Reddit and they are very, very adamant about their pick being number one all time. I don't think there's a way where you can make a top 100 all time and not have people turn it into a complete shit show. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I think that the work that we've put into it, I'm happy with what we did. And uh, you know, if, if you guys want to catch up on what's been going on with the top 100 as of today, uh, we have the top 50 or all the the bottom 50, 51, 51 through, 100, through yeah. 100 have been released on pgstats.com. So you can check out 
the top 100 of all time on, on the episode that we had prior to this one edwin buddy and i talked about it and then uh, as we get closer who knows maybe we'll be able to do another episode on the top 100 itself as we get uh, a little further into the list well chroma it's been uh it's been a really fun episode little one-on-one it's nice to have a little uh, alone time with you it's just nice not to have edwin here really i mean <laughs> i'm sorry edwin. we're all thinking it but edwin is spending time with his wife yeah it is it is rude that uh it's like that episode of uh seinfeld like you, you live with where they get together day. and they just make fun of jerry <laughs> it's like the only <laughs> thing that they can talk about is talking about weird things about jerry it's true you just remove the uh, you remove the um I can't even think of it. The the stone that holds the building up. My God. All right. That's that's probably it for me. Thank you for having that, me. It's been a long time. That is probably a sign as any that uh that the episode is done. Well, I, I think that uh, you know, pretty fun episode. It's very fun to just be able to kinda shoot the shit and then I think that for better or worse, I think that's an episode where we did this, but really I had a great did. time. Um I hope that anyone watching had a great time and Speaking of great times watching stuff, main stage this weekend is going main to be stage. amazing. Uh, maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe in the background you'll see me reacting to a big upset like I did main stage 2019 where I'm front row and I put my hand on my head because I see the Ringler beating a player, a Marth player who, who shall not be named. Uh, so keep <laughs> an eye out for that. <laughs> Ringler is the best player in the world and unfortunately probably has a tough bracket. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in. You're going to see some wild stuff all three days. Some tournaments, you're not going to see wild stuff the first day. You're going to see wild stuff all three days. It's going to be super fun. Um, so, yeah. I'll. Uh, hey, if you're if you're listening to this right now and if you're at the event, I'll be there. If you want to say hey, might as well do it. And uh, for those who uh, aren't able to say hey to me at the event, say hey to me in Twitch chat next week because uh, we'll be doing an episode on main stage. So I'll see you guys then. Peace. Peace.